talking. It'd be nice to play some music down before we actually, before I actually get to talking. Hey, you guys, how you guys doing in the chat or that's watching? Hey, babe. Hey, BMT. Hey, D. Anderson. I just wanted to come live and clear up a couple of things. Um, there's been a lot of rumblings and stuff going on within the space um, concerning me and um, specifically Kendra D. And I wanted to talk about it. BMT, you asked why I got that daishiki hat on. I think it's cute. It was um, my first time um, wearing a scarf like that. It, well, out in public. Hi, Creed. Hey, Leo Anthony. Hey, Kamina, man. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Well, I kind of wanted to go live. Um, me and Concrete had been talking about this. So generally, um, Concrete is pretty much like out of the two of us. She's probably going to be the less dramatic one, right? And I wouldn't even necessarily call myself dramatic, but I don't like people bothering me if I'm not bothering them. But I'm generally the one, like, if you keep bothering me, I don't really know how to do a lot of ignoring. So when people um, mess with me, it's like, okay, I let them slide. I let them slide. I let them slide. And then at some point, I feel like I'll have to address things. Hey, Rafi, thank you for coming up earlier. So today, um, not today. So I'll just kind of start like um, the give y'all a little sequence of events and just to basically put out our side of the, my side of the story and to, uh, yeah, I, I do like to address your head on concrete exactly right <laughs> cut to the chase tv you ain't never lied and and it, the thing about it is i don't like drama but i don't like bullshit so let me just get into it um curlin and well curlin was actually in the sector first but um prior to me getting here he was cool with um the black order masculine mercenaries um, what have you at the time. And so he kind of put me on to them. But now I kind of encountered Kendra D on Nicole Michelle's page. And I remember her telling this story about um, she had went to a rental car place and she was saying that um, there was this African man in there and he was so into her. Um, but he was telling her that um he didn't want to fall in love with her too fast or something like that. But at the time, and I'm going to be honest with you, Hey, spiritual logic, how you doing? I'm going to be honest with you at the time. I thought she was bullshitting. Cause I'm like, you know, um, if a man wants you, he's not going to pass up a good chance to uh, let you get away. Right. And so, uh Oh, hold on guys. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hello.
Sorry, guys. Um, so, you know, I thought she was bullshitting at the time or whatever, because I'm like, if a guy wants you, they're going to come after you. But I didn't know anything about her. Didn't know um, like who she was to the space. So then I, I joined YouTube and um, immediately, well, I, I'm not going to necessarily say immediately, but for a while, after a while, I saw that a lot of men had a lot of respect for her. And so, you know, I started to go to her channel. Um, she seemed really, really down to earth. Um, her content was absolutely um, fantastic. Like the shit that I saw, absolutely fantastic. Give her her props on that, right? So then it became a thing with um, B1, you know, when the masculine mercenaries and B1 and all of that stuff started real heavy after Grinch's book was um, had came out. And so they got into it. So let me get into this. So we would, I would go to Kendra's channel. I would uh, donate cash app. And I think prior to be one, Curlin and I were supposed to be going to Chicago and we thought Kendra was real cool. So I was, he, I, I told him, I said, you know what? We should invite Kendra to go to dinner when we get to Chicago, you know, we should ask her, you know, take her out to dinner or whatever, you know, since we in the shy, um, she seemed like a really, really cool person. I emailed her, but she didn't know Curlin and I were together at the time. So <laughs> BMC shut up, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we invite her to dinner. I sent her an email and I asked like, hey, um, we'll be in Chicago from whatever date to whatever date. Um, would you like to uh, join us for dinner? Can we take you to dinner when we get there? She says, sure. Cool. Um, right before we were supposed to go to Chicago. Now, this is the time where B1 and the masculine mercenaries were into it hard. Now, with me... Being that I was new to the space, I don't come into a space and click up with people because I don't know anybody. And before I can really, really fuck with you on a certain level, now dinner, whatever, whatever, because if at the time, you know, like with B1, if I went into a city where some of them were located, I probably would have said, hey, let's come, um, let's kick it. You know what I'm saying? So... Oh, yeah, babe. That's that's exactly what was. I sure was going to surprise you. So emailed her. We didn't choose sides. Concrete and I didn't choose sides because we were cool with B1. We were cool with the masculine mercenaries. So we thought. So then I started to go. I was going. I was still in Kendra's chat. I would speak to Kendra. Kendra would look over me, speak to everybody else. And she did this a couple of times. There were a couple of times where I sent her cash apps. And I want to say um, one of the last cash apps I had told her was uh, to get them or whatever, you know, like do your, because I still thought she was uh, doing good at her content. Just like I thought B1 was doing good at, at her content, at their content. So it was like, we would speak to her and mind you, I was still, I had sent her like maybe one or two cash apps. She never responded. She never said thank you. She never said anything. And I was like, well, maybe that's just her thing. Maybe I missed it. Spoke to her a couple times. She didn't see. She just literally stopped speaking. Okay, cool. Now, at this age that I'm at right now, I'm 40. 
if you don't fuck with me, I don't fuck with you. I don't believe in kissing ass for friendships. Um, I believe in common courtesy. I actually believe, you know, if we can be cordial, let's be cordial. We ain't got to be the best of friends, but, you know, um, thinking that we are women with the same interests and that's seeing black men prevail as well as black women, but really understanding where we are with black men, but wanting to see black men do good, wanting to identify the problems that women go through, um, wanting to identify the problems within our race and actually have the conversations on fixing it. Not, you know, I, I just want to get along. I did a video, um, fast forward, we had no issues up until BGS started supporting us. Um, I was on Obsidian show one day talking shit. Um, now I don't know who took the clip first, but anyway, um, BG or BGS shared the clip, gave me a lot of props for it. Um, then tell told are supporting our channel. Cool. He comes for a couple of panel. Um, he ended up coming for a, sh a few shows. She ended up um coming up. Oh God. <laughs> oh goodness. Hey, Dr. Taylor. Hey, boo. But um, yeah, she she came, you know, um, she would come in the chat. No, no issues. Then it was some stuff. The BMT interview happened. Now, the BMT interview. Me and BMT go back for years. Um, BMT has seen me in Facebook groups for years. Me and BMT have just been cool people. BMT's from Mississippi. I'm from Mississippi. Um, I'm thinking BMT cool. Me and BMT cool people. I interview BMT. Now, they don't know our background, but I'm not the type of person that would actually invite you to do an interview. Um, yeah, I'm talking about MOT. Um, see, I'm so sorry. I meant MOT. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, MOT. <laughs> Shit. But, damn, I lost my train of thought. Okay, do the interview with MOT. Everybody, well, their sector had a problem with it. So I go over to Angry Man Show. Um, they're grilling me like I actually had bad intentions when I interviewed MLT. I'm not the type of person that would actually invite somebody to come on the show and then be like, I'm going to insult this person. I'm going to embarrass this person. I think that's just some fuck shit. Now, I won't agree with um, everything anybody says, but I'm not a callous. I'm not that callous of a person to invite somebody on the show um, to fucking insult them. I, and I just think that's crazy. So I go talk to Angry Man. Um, Angry Man then invites five, uh, four other guys up to the show who then begin to talk shit and insult me, call me all kind of bitches and hoes, whatever, ask, asking me some wild ass questions. Kendra D in the chat now, um, mind you, Grinchton called me a bitch. I'm like, dog, don't disrespect me. She said, oh, that's just the way he talks to women. Now, mind you, I don't see him uh, referring to uh, Kendra D as a bitch. But if they have that type of relationship, that's fine. But me and Grinch didn't have that type of rapport. Cool, whatever. I stayed up on the panel. Now, Curling got mad as shit with me. 
Curlin was like, if you don't get your, oh, honey, I get off the panel, you know, me and Curlin have, we talk about it. I go on about my business. Um, I then, I go on about my business. Angry Man proceeds to do a couple of more shows about me. Um, Kendra D would be in the chat kind of taking shots and shit, you know, here and there between, and, and not like big shots to where I would be like, oh, I got to go uh, talk shit to the, you know, like I got to go get this bitch. It wasn't like that, but it was just like, you know, she kind of talks shit in a roundabout way, kind of real, real passive aggressive. Okay, whatever. Then it came down to, I um, I ended up on her panel with Cocaine Kills one day, and I remember them trying to vet me and asking me um, basically about me and Concrete's friendship, um, what, what common goals we need to share, um, or not common goals, but what, what uh, find things that would hold friendships together. So it's like birds of a feather flock together. Um, you may not be a hyena, but Concrete is. That's what she said at the time. But, but now Concrete's not the hyena, or maybe we're both hyenas. Who fucking cares? Oh, whatever. So we get up to her panel. Um, we I talked to her. It seemed like I'm not gonna say things were necessarily resolved, but I'm like, okay, you go your way, I go mine, whatever, whatever. Everything's chill, right? It seemed like every time BGS came up to one of our panels, they would make a live stream and talk shit about us every freaking time. Then it was one day they did a angry man did a live stream about me and I caught wind of the live stream and snapped the fuck out. Like I'm over it. Um, I'm not the type of person that's going to continue to give you my respect and my cordialities and my, my nice, my niceties and stuff. I'm not that type of person to where I'm going to continue to allow you to disrespect me and not say anything back to you or not offer you the same disrespect that you offered me back. So after that, they roasted me. Fine. Cool. Whatever. Went on about my business. Didn't respond. Didn't say anything. Then it came down to um, um, Grinch getting on somebody else's show talking shit about me, right? Not bothering nobody. Over here, we over here doing our work. We doing our content. We're not bothering anybody. Here comes Grinch talking shit about me. And I'm like, well, goddamn. Curlin is like, what the fuck? Like, we're not fucking with these people. What's the problem? What's the problem? Um, and then I don't know if you guys remember when Grinch came on our panel and we had a discussion with Grinch. I'm thinking that shit was, was resolved because I ended up going over there and I, I cursed them out again. Well, this was prior to me getting on Angry Man, but I um, was going off about Judge Dre and, and, and Grinch. And so um, I made a comment about him selling his penis for uh, information and stuff. And so he had a big problem with that. He came over, came over here. We discussed it thinking it's done. Okay. Then it, it ended up being like all the shit with cocaine kills and with all the stuff went down with cocaine kills, everybody began snatching wrenches. 
I'm going into people's chat. If Grinch was in the chat and I showed up, you gonna let y'all y'all gonna let these bitches be over? Y'all ain't gonna take their wrenches? Y'all just gonna let these hoes be over here? Mind you, not bothering the dude, not saying anything, not talking around him, not talking shit, minding my business. This is what happened. Okay, still didn't say anything. Still didn't say anything. Ciao. Um, what happened after that? Because it was another little okay. BGS stayed away from our panel for a couple of weeks. Didn't say anything. Weren't bothering anybody. I go to Bernard Riley's chat one morning. I'm in the chat. There's a guy named Anel in the chat. He's asking me questions about the manosphere, trying to see if I'm qualified to speak on anything or whatever. Or I had made a comment about the bust. Um, she the dude was asking me, what did I know about the black brain trust? What do I, what do they stand for? Now I'm not crazy to say that I like something if I don't really like it. Like I don't, I don't, you know, I have my opinions about shit. If I like something, I like it. If I don't, I don't, you know, I don't fuck it. So she's in the chat. Kendra is in the chat talking like, uh, he'll say something. Yeah, that was a stupid question. Yeah, that was. And I'm like, why are you talking about me? So in that chat, I say, Kendra, you know, if you and I were in person, you wouldn't have these things to say to me. You wouldn't have these things. You wouldn't talk to me like that. Oh, Sister George, uh, we kind of had a small back and forth in that chat. A little small back and forth. It didn't get um, disrespectful right then. She ends up, she makes a live about it. She goes live. She makes a live about it. Um, she's telling me, you know, um, I need to respect her and this, that, and the third. And basically trying to make it seem like I was being sensitive because she was being passive aggressive. So I didn't catch her first live. She ended up going alive again. I go over there. Now I'll tell y'all something about me. Generally, I don't approach people confrontation now i will say um there have probably been two people since i've been in this sector that i've kind of gone like head on like what's like fuck you angry man was one of those people um i go to her channel i'm like what what's the problem you know you saying that you like if you have a problem with me what's up um sister george I've already, I don't if I said anything, I, I meant it. If I had something to say to you, I would say it. She don't hide behind this, that, and the third. Okay, what's the problem? What issues do you have with me? Um, She basically doesn't tell me what issues she has with me. Um, She kind of talks around, you know, like roundabout, like, no, you know what it is. It's nothing. So, okay. You sure, you know... Let's talk it out. Let's get a resolve. You can come on my channel. I can come on your channel. Let's get a resolve. She basically says, you know what? I it's not, it's not, I don't, it's not that I don't like you. I don't dislike you. She was basically kind of indifferent. She was like, you ain't gotta hate nobody not to fuck with them. And then she also gave me a bit of advice. Don't really um, you gotta kind of have a tough skin to uh to be in the space, have a tough skin to be. And um, don't take everything to heart that anybody tells you. Cool. Great advice. BGS also gave that same advice. Okay, cool. 
go on about my business. Matter of fact, angry man was in the chat that day. And um, I think the nigga called me a hoochie shell and I fucking hollered. And I told him, I said, you know, that was pretty funny. Um, he even was like, okay. Um, he wasn't going to roast me until the next time I said something stupid. I said, uh, we can all just part, go our own ways. We ain't bothering nobody. Everybody going about their business. Cool. No biggie. Child, I be goddamn. We do our show on femininity. Of course, BGS was on the panel. Of course, they had to do a stream about it. Now, mind you, BGS did a um, upload about it. And he was kind of negative, which was kind of disappointing to me because it was like, we weren't trying to define femininity. We felt like Kendra had defined femininity um, a while back. Um, I felt like Nicole Michelle had kind of defined femininity. I felt like there were certain things that had already been covered that we weren't looking to cover necessarily. Because if you really listen to Concrete and I, Concrete and I are very introspective and I feel like we're feminine women. Fine. If, if And people, some people have a problem with what was going on on the show. Fine, whatever. That's cool, whatever. They did their live stream. They did their streams about it. Um, he went live talking shit. Okay. Hold up, guys. Mm. Okay, let me send Concrete the link. Copy. To Gmail. Oh, Lord. There we go. Okay. So, which part was I at, y'all? This last time. Okay. So Friday night, I'm laying in bed. Now I ain't gonna lie to y'all. And I'm gonna be honest about Angry Man, right? So when Curlin was into the space before I was, now we heard Angry Man on Nicole Michelle. Um, and now on when we were on Nicole Michelle, Angry Man was a different voice that I was used to hearing. So I'd be like, hey boo. You know, just talking shit. I don't, I don't be on no bullshit. I like to have fun. I'm a flirt. Nothing. I don't mean no harm. I don't want none of y'all. I have a great man. Love him to death. And trade him. Great man. So, seeing angry man on Cole Michelle talked a little shit. Nothing big. Nothing crazy. No inboxes. No back. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing of the sort. Everybody just cool. Now. With Angry Man, I would say that with his content, I think he has excellent content, but he's a little too braggadocious for me. He's a bit too flashy for me. He has to show off everything that he does. And he got these cute, he got this liquor, and he he got the red room, and he got this, that, and the third, and he this guy, and y'all didn't peep what he peeped, and y'all ain't see what he seen, and all this and that type of shit. Then he got to do the little fake ass dancing because you know that nigga can't dance. So he kind of looked goofy a little bit to me when he dances. And so I'd be like, God damn, if that motherfucker would just kind of stick to what he's talking about, but it's entertaining to us. That's y'all. That's cool. But it wasn't, he wasn't a guy that I watched on a regular basis, but every now and then I would sneak and, sneak and watch him, right? I sneak and watch him. I ain't gonna front. 
So Friday, I was sneaking and watching. You know, I be in the clouds and shit, right? I'm up in the clouds. I see Jessica X, you know, um, angry man going in about bitches being in the manosphere and these hoes in the manosphere and y'all, y'all, y'all dumb. Y'all got these bitches all over your panels and they panel hopping, panel popping, panel pop. God damn. What up? Okay. Child, then Jessica X hops up on a panel. Now, mind you, angry man and Kendra D, they've been called, they don't refer to Cocaine Kells as a lioness. And Kendra D and Cocaine Kells and had me up on a panel trying to question me about my motherfucking feminine. Okay. I'm like, okay, now this is some crazy shit, but okay, this is interesting. And what I tell was okay, whatever. So Kendra D calls Jessica X a snake and she doesn't trust her intentions and she don't know what she about. And I'm like, who the fuck is she to be? Why do you feel like you you have any motherfucking authority anybody's channel on YouTube? You don't run shit. Run your shit. Stay over there. Chill out. Who are you? Jessica X was very nice, very feminine, real sweet about it. Real sweet. Um, so I'm in the chat. And I hear her say they were trying to act like they weren't claiming cocaine kills. Like angry man was starting to say, you know, I had some suspicion about her. And now, you know, I so I spoke to Kendra D and what you call and I had some suspicion about her. So I wasn't really sure. And I'm like, y'all ain't have no goddamn suspicion about her. Y'all was claiming her. Claim her. Y'all, she was a lioness. Honey. When I say Kendra D blew a fucking gasket, <laughs> child, I didn't think she was gonna get that mad. Kendra D <laughs> went from zero to one hundred so goddamn quick and made my head. I was like, "Oh shit, she pissed." Honey, Kendra D was mad as a motherfucker. Now Kendra D will sit up here and say that I keep coming for her. I keep coming for her, but Kendra D will talk shit about me in a roundabout way, has talked shit about our channel in a roundabout way, has called us all kinds of hyenas. Um, and now Friday, y'all know she really let loose child. She, she gave it all. Uh, this, this bitch, this big bobblehead bitch, she, she snapped. And I was like, okay. Um, generally now I told concrete and I sat up there and I told a bold face ass lie. Cause I sat up there and told concrete, you know what, Concrete, we should just stick to our content and we really shouldn't address stuff like this because we don't just, you know, we just need to do our content because that's what we need to do. We don't need to address this because we're growing, we're growing our platform. You know, we got this big interview coming up. We just, you know, we just need to do our content, girl. You know, they going to keep talking and we going to keep motherfucking producing it. Child, y'all see where we at today. And that's pretty much what's what. Um, I don't really know what to say about these people um, because how I'm looking at it is I don't bother. I don't bother people. If you come for me and you keep coming for me, I'm not the type of person that's just going to pretty much um, I'm not going. I'm not the type of person that's going to lay down. And so then, oh, then she going to bring up the cluster B situation. 
And I'm sitting up there like, how the fuck you going to bring up the cluster B situation talking about the girl that went in on me when she did several videos about you? What are you talking about, sis? But you over there cloud chasing. What did she do? What did cocaine do? What did she do? Girl, sit down. But anyway, Concrete, did you have anything to add? Um, Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine that chat. Okay, sorry. It's hot and I got my AC blasting and it's through, I have my, um, I don't have my earphones in. But um, I just wanted to, I mean, everything that you said regarding our discussions is pretty much on point. I just wanted to quickly uh, clear some one thing up. So I definitely, I, I don't subscribe to a lot of people that um, are, I guess, somewhat adversaries of ours. Um, I do subscribe to, still subscribe to BGS's channel. So I did mm -hmm. see the stream that he did. And, you know, me and you talked about um, the negativity surrounding our panel on femininity. So I knew that there were videos and streams being made, um, but I don't subscribe and I certainly didn't go looking for the streams. However, I do still subscribe to BGS's channel. Um, I found BGS to be um, very knowledgeable, very, um, you know, intelligent. He seemed to be um, I, you know, had taken a liking to BGS. So for whatever reason, I, I just was, I'm still subscribed to Shem. So the, the video on femininity did come across, um, my, my, um, suggested and I clicked on it and I started watching it and I had already known that it was a negative video. However, um, you know, I didn't agree with the points that were being made, namely because, we didn't set out, and, and nowhere in our stream on femininity did we say we're defining femininity and, um, you know, this is going to be a, a, a deep um, conversation about what femininity is and how it impacts the community and da 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 That wasn't the um, intention. That wasn't the premise. That wasn't the basis for the stream. Um, we um, ARC actually asked us how we or why we came up with the price of femininity and Danny gave her take and I think I was down in the chat at the time so I came up to give why I thought uh, you know the, the reason behind me wanting to um, label the stream as the price of femininity and you know where I was coming from so we expounded mm -hmm. upon that and we continued just having a base conversation about femininity um, we had a base, if it was a stream where it was not a ladies panel, we probably would have done a deeper dive at least initially before having people up on the panel. But this was a stream where we had four different ladies. We had, you know, approximately two to, you know, around three hours. Like, I don't think that um, there wasn't enough time for us to have an in-depth conversation on femininity and its impact on on the community at large. So it was a base level conversation and that's what it was intended to be. Right. If we don't know what femininity is, we don't know how to define it, would it not be false? To be, uh, you bored a little bit. Uh, am I boarding still? Okay, you sound okay now. Right. 
Okay, sorry. But I found that to be pretty offensive to insinuate that we don't even know what femininity is. Um, you know, we uh, didn't meet the expectations of what people thought they were going to get for the stream. You know, if you watch the stream from the very beginning, we talked about what it was about. Um, just, I think that people in this space seem to feel as though um, there's only one way of doing things. And if you don't meet the expectations that they've set forth for you, on whatever your topic that you've decided on is, then they feel some type of way, which is absolutely ludicrous to me. Um, secondly, no one in this space can question my femininity. Um, I am extremely feminine. I know what feminine is. Like, unless, and, and oddly enough, um, my fiance does listen to the stream and uh, my ex even listens to the stream. So if one of them types in the chat and challenges my femininity, or I, I have people that I have personal relationships with that also listen to the stream now. And if, if someone that knows me personally questioned it, then there may be some validity. But we, it was a panel of four different women. And all of us gave our own different perspectives and answers and responses to the questions that were asked. None of us were speaking for the other three. So to get upset about you know one person's perspective and then label it a bad junk stream and talk bad about us and we have no idea what we're talking about and there's only one guru of femininity in this space and you know that's Kendra D and da 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 if Kendra D is the source for all things feminine and that's how you view it I, I'm happy for you that you have access to someone who is all things femininity, and that's where you can go and get all of your information. But don't expect us to regurgitate um, the same points that she talks about and or um, to, to, to speak on things from a perspective that she will speak on things. We're not Kendra D. No one built our channel. Yes, we did in the beginning receive um, endorsements, which were super dope, and I was kind of um, um, you know excited that you know people were going out on a limb, namely because BGS going out on a limb to endorse us, but those endorsements were taking a, taken away when we were called a pet project, and we were um, it was said that you know we 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 did exactly what they assumed we would, and you know all of this like like we're some sort of science right. fair project. So I right. think that the right. negativity that came, huh? That we were a case study because you know that oh, came case study. Okay, I'm sorry, a case study. Um, but I think that the negativity that came after the endorsement undid anything that you know any kind of endorsement because it's like ha 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 you know these chicks are jokes they're not really you know um you know who i and who i said they were in the beginning this was just you know for shits and giggles so you know screw them type of thing so like people in the chat i see people in the chat like i've seen thai city i've seen other people in the chat oh bgs this is your fault you created this monster no one created this monster this is a collaborative effort between concrete and danny that we've come together and we we work hard on this weekly to you know ensure that we're talking about insightful topics to ensure that you know we're bringing fresh content like this is no one's creation but our own so, you know, like all the sly comments about who created us and, you know, this, that, and the other, like save that because nobody created us. I was concrete before I came to YouTube, my real name, before I came to YouTube and Danny was who she is before she came here. And we just now work together in order to bring content on a shared platform. And that's it. That's all. Yeah. Um, the thing about it is now, like I said, concrete does say she she's quicker to say fuck it and, and leave it alone and she she doesn't care I'm, I'm trying to get to that space to where i don't but it gets to be fucking frustrating especially when people get to spew out lies and tell all kinds of lies about you 
then not to, um, you know, because they kind of come and speak to people's character. You won't come and talk about my content. You call me all kind of strags. Y'all all on my Facebook page um, looking at me and curling like, God damn, we didn't already told y'all we was a couple. I don't know what they're expecting to see. Like, dog, I think we've been pretty um, forthcoming about who we are as people. It is what it is. So, um, thank you, babe, because I'm, 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 a, I'm a project, honey. I'm a project. <laughs> he's still working on me because he does have. He's very calm and he has a, a, a what you a, a really uh fantastic demeanor. But he he's pretty good though. He's pretty good. But it's like where's something in a petri dish that somebody is like you know um you know poking and prodding to see what's gonna come of it. Like we appreciate any endorsements that we receive, but if it's not genuine, then you don't don't endorse us. Like don't endorse us to slap us in the face and say that you know we we didn't meet your expectations and your standards. First of all, don't create a set of standards for us to live up to because we're all human and we will all fail and fall short. In addition, we didn't sit down and say um, you know agree to uh, uphold any set of standards or to meet any standards that you set forth. So it's completely unfair to do that. And I just feel like it's a situation where, you know, we can't win for losing. There's going to be the negativity and I've come to accept right. that. Really and truly how I deal with it. I know Danny likes to deal with things head on. Like, um, really and truly, I don't see it and I don't even know that it's happening because I don't subscribe to none of these people's channel. I don't support none of their content. I don't, um, like, I don't even know what they're saying in order to address it because they're not factors to me like i'm not concerned about what y'all saying i'm not concerned about your opinion on my commentary like that that's your opinion like I, you know i'm not watching your commentary in order to give an opinion on it so why are you doing the same for us when you clearly don't like us and have an issue with us being in this space that is absolutely insane to me yeah yeah it is really really fucking crazy like really really crazy and it's like okay um you know, I uh hold up. Did somebody block Mr. Fantastic? Hope not. Okay, it doesn't look like okay, but you know, uh girl, you know, since Fantastic took my wrench, I took his wrench. Oh, okay. You so petty, but go ahead. It's fuck. <laughs> Give me my wrench back, Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. But you know, I just wanted to kind of go live and talk. You know, um, we ain't got to continue talking about this, but I really wanted to address this because you what you don't get to do, you don't get to be passive aggressive all the fucking time and then go run back to your platform when something now she got on her platform and made it seem like I was over there just popping shit at her and like I was being a bitch and just ah fuck Kendra D, Kendra D's a hoe. No, I told them that they endorsed cocaine kills because they did. And, and they actually tried to uh, bet me and they were trying to bet Jessica. And I'm sitting over there like, how do, who are y'all? Y'all don't, y'all don't run nobody's channel, but y'all's own. So y'all, y'all can, y'all can do that. But right. Okay. Well, George, they've been calling us out by name for months on end and like, we not pussy, we not coward. So if we're talking about a specific set of people, we're going to say who it is. Like why, um, you know, talk around it and beat around the bush and do the passive aggressive thing. Like if we're speaking about someone, like we, we need to be direct and address it, say, Hey, you know, this is my issue with X, uh, you know, not speaking in general terms. Right. Right. 
Right. Um, no, I ain't got a problem with putting nobody's name on it because um, I'm not a vagina. So, yeah, I don't have a problem with saying what I got to say. And, um, you know, the Kendra D, I'd, you know, if you stay in your lane, I stay in mine. But if you continue to bring me up, I'm going to continue to bring you up. And then, you know, I went over there and read the comments. So, you chicks, you chicks in the manosphere, man. Um, y'all, you are such a glutton. No, you didn't go over there and read the comments, girl. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, you chicks over here, some of y'all, some serious. You get up in somebody else's, y'all get under the comments and talk shit. But if y'all see me in a space, you could like, I'm not a bitch, I'm not a person that's unapproachable. So when Kendra D tries to make it seem like somebody's picking at her and just being a bitch to her, don't fucking sit over there and try to victimize yourself after all that shit you didn't talk about us. You talk about us every fucking chance you get. So don't sit over there and talk shit and act like somebody's um been fucking with you or like somebody's picking at you. Crazy ass. You know what? And the thing is, the interesting thing is like, I actually enjoyed um, Kendra's uh, content at one point in time, too. Like, I thought that she made really good content. Yes. A lot of it was introspective, and I enjoyed it. And when that stuff happened with the... Huh? I said it can give her props on it. Yeah, I won't take anything away from that. Um, I did listen. I definitely supported. You know, anybody who I enjoy, I'm going to support. But um, when everything happened between B1 and them, and um, actually at that same time, we were purchasing a house since I had, you know, just started a new secondary job. And so I wasn't even on YouTube for like three months. And I think that they were assuming that I was, she was assuming that I was staying away from her platform specifically. So when I came back and I started to engage and I actually had a wrench on her channel and everything, um, you know, she wouldn't acknowledge me either. And it was like so petty and juvenile and silly. I wasn't going to just even try to ex explain that, oh, I've been gone and this, that, and the other. And then like, I never had an issue with her at all, but then she's calling me hyenas. She's, you know, questioning my loyalty. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, concrete, uh, new what was going on she she was listening to that and like i'm a grown-ass woman if i heard what was said why wouldn't i admit it like who gonna whip my ass like am i gonna get a virtual beat down because i say yeah i heard but i i didn't want to Girl, join in like i can stand behind what i do they call it dragging through the youtube streets like give me a fucking like I don't care what you do, but like I'm grown. If I heard it, and then you know, Danny was like, No, she didn't. I'm the one who informed her. Like, I'm not like on YouTube all the time. I have so much stuff that I do outside of this space. Like, I have to make myself find time to listen to YouTube because I want to support those that support us. I want to be, you know, listening to Mr. Fantastic and what he got going on and seeing what we're talking about and you know, check in on MOT channel. Or Mr. Reese, like I want to because they support us, but I'm not on YouTube like that. Like, you know, I, I'm just not. Right, right. Um, George Frazier, you're another one. Keep up a lot of shit. Um, you George know, Duke, but you right, you are right about that. Messy, messy like a woman. You run over here from platform to platform, keep up shit. Why aren't you Kendra D too? What's wrong with you and Kendra D? If you he always were, saying some shit about Kendra D and I'm comparing us to Kendra D and Kendra D this and Kendra D that. Like, what's your deal? Need a nap. It needs a nap. Needs a nap. Um, uh, but uh, George, you dog. 
It's uh maybe he's one of their profiles, like he a fake profile from from um the the masculine mercenaries or something. Cause I don't get it. He always doing that. Right, right. Um, acting like he's a a a, a crazy person. I, I just don't understand. And so it's like, dude, um, you really can chill out. You really can get somewhere and sit down. Like, if you want to go support her, her. If you don't like our content. That's cool. And and don't get us wrong. We do want people to like our content because we, we really want to do good for the space. We really want to do good for ourselves and YouTube, whatever. But don't sit over here and you go back and forth like a little hoe. Oh, they doing this over there and they should have been over here. <laughs> no, you you should have been her over there. If you see how the guys talk in her chat, they sound like the... Uh, uh, and you seen her, she goes from panel to panel. Concrete, I really didn't realize people be watching me like that. Like, girl, <laughs> she was on a You know what? I, and I have to admit, I don't expect that from men. I, I, I dig it that the men in this space, um, that they they rock with Kendra. It ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, I've never been the type of chick to buddy up to a lot of dudes and to, to, to conform and or to make you believe that I'm something that I'm not. So that's why I get like so annoyed when, uh, when my authenticity is being questioned because who the hell are you? Like, I don't care enough about you to pretend, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's just silly. Yeah. Cause, uh, that's another thing because I don't be, I don't understand like how they feel like somebody has to front for them or I can't because she she was she got on her little soapbox. I come up here being authentic. Like, okay, what's your fucking point? Who the fuck that? Come on here and be me. I, don't get me wrong, man. You know, I done did some shit. I done did some shit in my life. Um, it's, but, I'm, but it's apparent that you're who you are. Like you're not trying yeah. to pretend because they wouldn't have so much negative to say about you. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't say some. They wouldn't be able to say some of the th things that they say if you weren't being your authentic self. You talk about some extremely personal, intimate things that I would never share in this space. So I don't think anybody can question whether you, you're being authentic either. And then it comes down to what the guys think the intention is. But I kind of look at it. I really don't think the men care as much as I think some care more than others. But the whole thing is now I'll explain this to y'all. Concrete has a great career. I have a great career. We're all right. Um, it's actually more money in bashing men than uplifting y'all but y'all should know that y'all really should understand it there's more money in bashing um than uplifting you know that's I don't, so true that's so I, true and not only is it more money like it is you don't understand how much bad juju how much bad energy you have to um um contend with when you are defending men because in every realm of social media when i go on and i defend men and i'm talking about and i'm challenging women about the negative stuff they saying about men when women are saying men ain't nothing they baby daddy left them i'm like okay but you did you what were the red flags that you saw didn't you choose him didn't you choose him? you don't know how much um you know negativity comes with that and how much you know you're going back and forth engaging in these online debates because you're trying to explain to women that you know you need to be accountable for your actions too so it comes with a lot of bad energy and like you said it would be far more money to bash men if that's what yeah. you were on right so you know it, now now this is a thing too if i see things from my perspective i see them from my perspective 
if I come over here, I'm generating, but I, and I ask men a lot of questions because I'm trying to understand y'all. Y'all make it seem like you guys are all in a, in a certain sense, y'all. Well, you guys should already understand you've been in this sector for however long. Certain aspects of it, we I think we definitely get. I think we definitely grasp. I think we definitely um, I think we definitely put it out that we understand where you guys are coming from in a lot of aspects. But we are also women, so with women having um women ways and shit certain things I, I i don't understand it's certain things that I, I try to understand i don't and so i try to gather as much information and talk to y'all as much as i i'm not gonna say as much as i can but i try to talk to y'all to really understand y'all better and maybe to help translate some of the shit toward the women so it can be some um better relationships and shit built but other than that, I, I really don't feel like we have bad intentions now. If you say I'm over here trying to get attention, you right because I do like it. But um, shit, what else? Who cares? I like attention. <gasps> okay, there I said it. I like attention, but I get attention. What's the problem? Um, I'm gonna open it up. So, um, we got. To sit over here and um I ain't trying to bash nobody, I ain't even out of that, but you know it just had to be said, like y'all do you don't have to give a caveat, like you know, we don't have to even give a caveat, like you you know, you wanted to explain and give your side, and you know, yeah. um, I wanted to speak on the whole us being challenged about our topic on femininity when you know we weren't setting out to meet anyone else's expectations of what they thought we should have been discussing. Right, right. Hey, Obsidian, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, y'all? What up, oh? All right. Uh, happy uh, Memorial Day. I know everybody's on lockdown, or should be. You are you are in quarantine, right? Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the uh, interview that y'all had with uh, Wesley Snipes. That was a very uh, welcome surprise and a uh, good job. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, I, I thought that his uh, interview, if that's a preview to his uh, podcast, that's going to be a pretty good show. Um, he, he's he's uh, very, very easy way with the mic. And, um, and uh, I really like what he had to say about the, uh, I had known about the racial element of the porn business I, I knew about that but i didn't know about the um <clears throat> the penile size piece you know how white men in his in his estimation and in many years of observation and experience in the business white men don't seem to be uh, they don't need to be as endowed well endowed as the black men you know yeah and that, that really that was a part that really jumped out at me. I, and I never thought about that to tell you the truth until he brought it up. And I sat down and thought about it. Like, That's an interesting point. That's a very interesting point. So you got that whole uh you know mandingo type of uh what as y'all call it, the bed buck type of thing. Yeah, there's something to be said for that. Yeah, I, I thought it was real interesting. It was a pretty good interview. Really good. Greetings, ladies and panelists. Hey, Mella. Hi. How are you? Yeah, good Sunday. Terrific as always. 
Nice. I wanted to comment on the progressiveness, the success, the endurance that you ladies are experiencing while you grow your channel. Um, so I showed up to support those endeavors in you know my humble way, as always. Whenever someone that you wanna bring up is in the backstage, I'll be happy to drop down. I just wanted to give a, a verbal congratulations. Thank you so much, Mella. We really, really appreciate that. Yeah, um, y'all got it going on. It'll be all right. Good shit over Come here. With me. Thank you. <laughs> Can y'all hear y'all? Y'all niggas, niggas want to smoke now, huh? Y'all, y'all out here calling names and 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 talking shit and swallowing spit now, huh? That's how we get down over here at a woman's perspective. That's how we get down now. I mean, a real woman is going to be direct. I mean, and 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 but oh, uh, real women went went um uh, direct about them five point five inches earlier though. She she didn't ask that question. Here, Danny, it's on, the mic is on you, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I noticed that too. I noticed yeah, that. But no, man. Um, yeah. Shout out to y'all, man, on the success and everything, bro. And hey, uh, this is a that was a huge Thank ass you. interview. I mean, shit. I mean. Um, um, Edward Bailey was asking way too many questions, but I mean, <laughs> he was cammed up too long. You know, you know, you know <laughs> hey, hey, brother you Edward Bailey, man, I was, hey, I was waiting for him to say, hey, man, can y'all hold on a minute? I gotta reach down here and get something, and y'all gotta drop that nigga down. But um, you know, by all means, um, uh, um sister Joy, well, huh? sister you said, yeah, man, Edward, Edward Bailey was talking about like gyrations and, and yeah, man, and, nah, and I was like, whoa, nigga showed. It's sex books, like yeah. all the sex books. I was like, what? See, I, I, got out of that. I got out of that before that. I didn't even see that. I got out of that. I was getting yes. too uncomfortable. He was just a little too enthusiastic. Yeah, man. Like he was like, "Hey, man, I got, I, I got like a, um, uh, you got, I got an autographed version of um, Booty Talk '97." Oh, I, I was waiting for him to yeah. say it. I was waiting for him to pull out the DVD with a with a signature on it, man, or some shit. But you know, but hey, man, yeah, um. Hey, real like like Mella said, hey man, y'all doing really, really good over here. And this man space shit or so on and so forth. I tell niggas all the time, I'm like, you niggas confuse me. All right. Because um uh again, if you know certain individuals can exist in this space, right? Even though we know they're not in this space, but they're the antithesis of this space, yeah. It has to be in between somewhere. Shout out to uh, I'm, I, I mean, shout out to Kendra D or whatever. I know Kendra D is, you know, on the the master thing. I never really, really um, I never had no issues or problems with her, even though she was, you know, because I was when I was a new nigga, and niggas, he was on my head. She was going at my neck when I first came here too, you know, mm -hmm. until you know I, I settled in and everything was cool or whatnot. Yeah, consider but that a, uh, consider that a, uh, an initiation. You know, yeah, exactly. Beat you up or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's just like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the Coliseum over there, where I was one on on eight niggas before when um hangouts were still going right. on. So yeah, man. So um, this is just I like Obsidian said. I would take this as the lumps coming into this and people recognizing y'all as because today's today's interview definitely solidified y'all as like legit without without a doubt. I mean, not too many outside of Obsidian. You know what I mean? Obsidian is the only person really I, I know in this space, and of, of course O'Shea. Um, uh, you know, do interviews with like you know big name people and so on and so forth, and like 
Shit, I mean, hell, I'm trying to motherfucking find a way to get the pinky and shit. Now we get motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know what I mean? I'm just saying. This, you know what? And, and that's, that's, the same thing, fantastic. I now see. Yeah. What they going to do is set off a chain reaction because yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's that's good though. And I mean, this is on the DM. Hey, listen, could you come on and do the show with me? And uh, hey, that's hey, that's that, and and that's that's you know innovation and um uh, inspiration, man. That's a huge, huge thing. So, I mean, niggas gonna talk shit, man. Niggas will act like they hate bitches. But you know, if if you know, I a motherfucker get pinky on this bitch, they gonna motherfucking be hey, all kinds of questions and hey, bitch, are you, are you yeah. doing um you know fan video still or some shit like that? Motherfuckers trying to get fan participation. So yeah, man, this is all it is to that it. Would I mean, be a I think that, that would be a you get a Cherokee <laughs> or or a pinky or somebody like yeah. that. Yeah, that That's would be what I'm saying. Yeah. So so you know what I'm saying. So um, uh, I just think it's the um, you know, dudes are un really really unrealistic, man. Motherfuckers want to seem super and ultra alpha and like oh, uh, we know these bitches. They ain't you know they they all trying to get something. Well, niggas try to get some out of bitches. Bitches try to get some out of niggas. We all trying to get something. That's goddamn. true. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't, and you know, in order to, to protect your brand and not alienate motherfuckers or whatever, and you know, stay true to the fan base, oh, you gotta, uh, no, I don't play those games, bro. That's why, I, shout out to Jessica X. That's why I said it. I, I proudly motherfucking, if I stamp a motherfucker and I stand by him, and y'all, hey, shout out to motherfucking Sister Joyce. A lot of these niggas, a lot, a lot of these niggas, myself included, I wasn't, I wasn't no heavy cocaine Kells person, but she was in the, in the thing. And hey, she come through, she say, what up, what up? I never fucking, you know, had her on the things and everything like that. But these old niggas was definitely motherfucking a part of the cocaine Kells fan clubs and niggas slip, swept that shit under the rug super quick. So, you know, like uh, for you guys to be, you know, newer and Jessica X and everybody coming through or whatnot, man. Hey, it's just a rite of passage, man. Don't let this shit motherfucking wear. Don't, 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 don't even. <laughs> Don't even be bothered with that shit, man. Facts. Uh, can I say That's something real quick? Um, I want to congratulate yeah. you know you sisters on your success. I've watched y'all like grow slowly. Thank you. And um, I I, I agree with Mr. Fantastic. Like um, they like interview kind of like uh, solidify you guys because it shows that you guys are like genuinely serious about this YouTube shit. Um, and I always kind of like. Um, you, Sister George, a little more than Coquels. I mean, Cocaine Kells is because you weren't afraid to like show your flaws. Like you pretty much admitted that you know you you had a past and you did some messed up stuff and you're not a perfect woman. And that's why I kind of liked you more. And um, I know in this space that guys they don't want to hear from the woman at all, pretty much. And I can partially understand it, you know, because a lot of times we disagree. And sometimes I think some of the stuff that um, women say just doesn't make sense. It's silly. But at the same time, I don't need to dog you out just because I disagree with what you said or I think you just said something stupid. I could still have a regular conversation with you and be cool. Exactly. A lot of dudes with this red pill shit, um, they take it to the extreme. Like they act like you have to treat every woman that doesn't agree 100 percent with the red pill ideology like shit. And to me, that's stupid because I know most of you niggas don't act like that in real life. So I'm not going to pretend like I'm some super hardcore red pill dude to fit in into a YouTube space. So I think a lot of dudes, they're consumed by that shit and they let it get to their head. So, you know, I think we just got to learn how to like uh, disagree and be respectful. That's it. 
you know, and it's crazy because I'm like, okay, I may not like what you said about this particular um, incident, but I will probably agree with you somewhere like on some, if I can agree with you, I'll agree with you. If I can't, you don't have to be the dumbest motherfucker in the world because I don't agree with you on on, on your views. Exactly. Yeah, like, you don't exactly. gotta be like a scrag, hyena, low life, ghetto trash just because I don't saying. agree with something you said or your viewpoint. To me, that shit is silly. That is some and red pill nonsense. And that is some niggas that are taking red pill to the extreme. It's like, I can see why people say you hate women when you do that shit. So, you know, I, I'm cool with like uh, being red pill and shit, but just don't let that shit get to your head. Like, I, I have a question. Acting like that in real life. I have a question, Leo. Go ahead, shoot. Yeah. Um, could it be possible that instead of the idea that you just hate women, like as you just said, could it be instead that you just have a problem with filling the blank name? In other words, is, does it have to be a gender-wide issue, or could it just be a personality issue? No, but I see a lot of dudes sometimes in the chat, like when women be on the panel, I understand. I don't agree with a lot of the things some of the women say, too. Sometimes I think what they say doesn't make sense, was weird or stupid, but I don't dog the sister out and just start disrespecting her just because I disagree with what she said or her viewpoint. To me, that shit is silly. It's some YouTube uh, shit. And I know most niggas wouldn't do that shit in real life. That's phony. So I, I, I just don't agree with that shit. I agree with the red pill ideology, but I don't agree with the extreme shit niggas be doing. Um, uh, does anybody else uh, have a thought about that? See, see, my thing is this. I think that it's not always a question of, well, you just, you just, uh, you just hate black women or whatever. I think no, sometimes no, no, no. it's an issue of it's just simply, you know, uh, personalities clash. And I think no, it's a personality thing. Here, here, this is the difference, though. Okay. Here's my thing. Like, I know the difference between, um, can I say one more thing? I, I know the difference between, you see, I don't have that viewpoint where, like, um, they say that you guys hate women because you criticize women all the time. No, you know, I look at it as men just venting about their issues and you have the right to talk about how you genuinely feel about how women are period because women do it all the time on the platform so but it's not I just a yeah. gender thing because kendra called me a hyena so she's a woman so it's not just a man thing maybe it's a person thing but not just it's not just men oh no that's what i'm saying like some people take that red pill ideology to the extreme and they feel like like a person has to agree 100% with the red pill allergy. Otherwise they're a simp or they're a scrag or they're a hyena. It's just all this stupid YouTube bullshit. Right. Yo, let me daisy chain off of what Leo was saying real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, what my understanding of red pill is and where I am in my journey what I'm seeing is that it's a whole lot of motherfuckers in these chats and on these panels that are nowhere near as red pill as they think. Because if a woman is 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 telling it like it is and you can't accept it at face value and you get all in, in your feelings and want to call her, you know, call her out or whatever the fuck, then it's like you you still haven't accepted reality. 
you got to accept it at face value. Well, give me an example. What do you mean? For 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 example, like um, oh, I use I use Danielle as an example. If she's in say if she's in the chat room and she kind of disagrees, but she sees half the point, and then she she goes to give an example, the chat room typically jumps on her, and it is like. She just told y'all what it is. She told you she gave specific examples. Yeah, yeah. Give me, of, give me, a, of, give me a specific of, example. Of, what you mean? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just being. Um, I don't have a specific example, but this is what I've noticed overall. You see what I'm saying? Because uh, I've missed a lot of the the live streams of late because I've been doing other shit. But if you pay attention to the behavior, which is more or less what I'm speaking to, then you will see exactly what I'm saying. It's kind of hard to do when I. When we don't have a specific example to lock down on. Well, well, I, can give, well I, can, I can give specific examples. Okay. It would be like me going into Bernard Riley's chat. And don't get me wrong, people will talk shit, but people will sit there and say, um, if I if if there's something that I might uh say in the chat, and I can say something in the chat or whatever, you'll have guys calling me all kind of bitches and hoes and strags and uh thoughts and whatever and it's like well god damn i just said this or and then and it could be true but yeah <laughs> sometimes i feel like a lot of guys don't necessarily want to hear from a woman they can take it from a man but if it comes down to a woman saying it some guys well well See, let, can, I, can i hop in here can i hop in real quick can i yeah. hop in here real quick um oh man before you go uh again yeah uh to compound on what um uh Sister George said, yeah, I've seen it. And I've seen her be a victim of it in my chat and a bunch of other females too. As long as the the woman is in 1000% lockstep with whatever's being talking talked about, it's cool and Facts. it's okay. But if she has anything, even that 1% of difference to where she, what's name, she immediately becomes a bitch, yep. a hoe, a slut, a strag, all this shit. And, and mm. like, I've had to check niggas and I had to be like, bro, like, come, bro, again, I understand and I understand this is a man space. This is a fucking this is the the locker room. This is the barbershop. Hey, this this really ain't made for women and so on and so forth. And shout out to um I seen Sister George go back and forth. That's why I fuck I fuck with Jessica X again. Give us um these these women have fucking the the mentality of men. Cause some of you niggas to shit like this is be like, hey nigga, um uh, I'm sending somebody, I'm putting money on your head. I'm gonna send somebody to come see you. All right. Some yeah, but that's the fantastic. Do you but the question should be: Do you want to sleep with another man? Like, if a woman is that, no, it, it, well, well, hold on, is he, hold on, hold on, concrete. A woman. <laughs> no, because and you can't want a woman who's going to think and operate like you. Like that is unrealistic. No, no, but, that, I, but I agree. You want a man. No, I, but no, I, but but then we get into the y'all start sounding like a nigga in the wig when you say shit like that. But then too, that's a that's a natural expected defense when you're being ultimately disrespected. So that's why I, I feel like you know it's a it's it's some middle ground and things like that, and that's why I try to tell motherfuckers over my channel like yeah I did snatch the wrenches I snatched all the wrenches because of the fucking um cocaine cocaine gate or whatever the fuck you know even um I even snatched the um wrench from Jessica or whatnot but so on and so forth but that was pretty much to fucking calm the fucking savage beast niggas wanted blood and hey you had to pull a Pontius Pilate that was that was our fucking Pontius Pilate moment. In the manosphere of, of you know all the dudes raging and raving, saying, "We told you so, y'all trusted these hoes, y'all trust." Look, 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 look. Well, that's one bitch. That's one hoe. Versus you know every all the rest of them. One bitch don't don't mean that any every bitch is like this one conniving ass bitch that was willing to go to and had the help of a whole nigga. We ain't gonna even get about that. Niggas, niggas, niggas had more smoke for the bitch than they had for the nigga that was a content creator 
and was was conspiring with her because to take he down another man. You know, so by all means, man, like I said, you know, that, yeah, women in this space is not a woman's space, but so on and so forth. But like y'all said, man, would y'all rather, would y'all rather, would y'all rather them be like the nigga in the wig? Would y'all rather her be like, you know, the crystalline cares in the shit or all these other people telling you the black men ain't shit and this, that, and the other. And you can't even get, you can't even go to those spaces. You can't even go to the space and, and have a, and a discussion. You can't talk to the you nigga in the wig. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't go, you can't, you definitely can't get on the panel with her. You can't even get in a chat and have a discussion. Same thing with Kristen Karazin or um, uh, what's the what's the other girl name? The dark skin girl, um, uh, Paris Milan, all this shit. Bro, you're, you're, you're never going to be heard in those spaces. So at least now I say for you guys, I mean, you guys are kind of like the, the the tweeners. You're able to fucking operate within both worlds. And if you want to give some pushback, you know, even though it'll be slight, at least you'll actually even get the chance to be heard. You know, yeah. get clowned, yeah. that's, that's the thing for me. That's the thing for me. So what you're saying, I don't see the difference between that and what black women do in their space. I, you know, I'm talking from Oprah on down to YouTube and everything in between. If you say something that they agree with, you're a black man, they love you. The minute you say something they don't like, they savage you. I don't see that as being unique to the black manosphere. Well, the difference is no, but and I don't come in and try to savage the men. Now, if we disagree with some shit, you got to say. We'll get on here and make a try to make a case. That's for my point, but that's my point though. It's me, again, you're making my point, Danielle. You, you and concrete though. You as individuals. That's what I'm getting at here. Maybe. So why do y'all want to do what the women do? Why do you want to do? Because women do it in their space. We we want to do it over because here. we're human. Because we're human. Oh my god, that's well, not, we're human. Well, but but let, this is the thing. This is the thing. Well, that's what I'm getting at here. I'm saying. I'm saying this is not something that's unique to, to men or black men. This is a human thing, and it's about individuals and personalities. It just, I'll use Angry Man, for example. Maybe Angry Man and Danielle just don't hit it off. Maybe that shows all it means. For whatever reason, they just don't hit it off. I don't think it needs to go any further than that. Yeah, yeah okay. hit it my, off is until um, she speaks out, until she has a, di a dissenting opinion, though. Yeah, but, but the whole right. yeah, like, can I say it, something? It, like, my, but I don't think that's a statement about the state, the state of the black man is fear. Hold up, okay. Just because I disagree with somebody, like I don't agree with all the content that's being displayed, and don't get me wrong, I'm not even tripping about people disagreeing with our content, our talking points, whatever. That's fine. Does it have to go down to character assass assassination just because you don't agree with somebody? That's a lot of the problem here. It's not a fact that, okay, you, you cannot like our content. That's fine. You can have a dissenting opinion about our content. We're not going to agree with everything anybody says. That's fine. But to sit up here, y'all, the kinds of shit that people talk, the shit that we talk about each other, it's fucking ridiculous for us to call ourselves adults. Like I can disagree with you and I can move on with my well, that, here's my thing when you guys have conversations with uh, about women, right? Um, you guys always ask women to come up in the chat and give some pushback, but then when they disagree with you, you, you dog them out. 
And I don't blame them for like not wanting to get on panels or even like be in the chat like that, because what's the point of me getting on the panel if, you know, you just pretty much after I get on, you just pretty much going to like disrespect me the whole time while I'm there. Well, again, give me some examples where that happened. I don't do that. I, I have I have dialogue with uh with, with female. I just did it yesterday on a yeah, live. But people people have done it on your panel forever, Obsidian. I've witnessed people do it. The Keith guy, um, you know, Nutso, and all. I've seen people do it on your panel. Okay, so are we talking about just men in general, or are we talking about content creators? What are we What are we saying here? Well, it just happens in general. And my thing is, okay, if you want pushback and you don't want a circle jerk where everybody just agree with each other, then yeah, you know, uh, you're gonna have to have like different people on and the women do give a different perspective. And that brings, now, I don't agree, yeah, I'm I sorry. Don't agree with some of, the, some of the stuff they say. Sometimes it doesn't make sense, but you know, I appreciate the fact that, you know, they'll, they're not afraid to just get up in there and disagree. But what I hate seeing is that they'll get dogged out as soon as they do that and then dudes really expect them to come out and then what pisses me off too is like dudes think like they're masculine as fuck doing it. Like you really think you're masculine, um, disrespecting and checking some random woman on YouTube. That well, shit is. Be, what, what, what would be a masculine way to handle it? Let, let's let's talk about it. What would be a regular ass conversation where we could respectfully disagree? Period. Right. Right. Like like uh, the the way I see it is is like this is. We're human. We're not going to agree with everything everybody says 100% in lockstep. I mean, hell, there's some things that, that I've heard you say, Obsidian, that I don't necessarily agree with. But for the most part, you, you be on point. You know, uh, one specific example, now that I have one in my mind, <laughs> is remember a couple of months ago when when I said that I think that it's the, the behavior uh, that we're seeing is more... Um, related to the American culture and Western culture than necessarily black women. Um, um, I, I think it was on, on one of your uploads or whatever, or it might have even been here. You gave a little pushback and was like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's more towards black women. I was like, cool. We just won't agree. I'm not finna come on here and dog you out or charge you up for it just because we don't agree on one, one silly point. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing with me. I work very hard to present, Evidence, not my opinion. Facts, not my opinion. So let's let's take an example that you just listed, a Western problem. It's a fact in the Western world, in the in the in North America in particular, everybody has a weight problem. That's a fair statement to make because we can look empirically at the data and see worldwide North Americans are the heaviest people. That's a fact. But when we disaggregate the data, when we start getting into specific demographic groups, it's undeniable black women are the fattest. Undeniable. This is government statistics, National Institutes for Health, Centers for Disease Control, etc., etc., etc. The problem I have when I bring up that point is well it's everybody no we can see in the data it's more for black women than everybody else fact that's just a fact i'm not saying you gotta like it i'm not saying it's right or wrong i'm just pointing out a fact right 
and, and I get yeah, that. But um, what, 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 what I think we were talking about in the, the previous example was the behavior of, uh, uh, Western or American women. And, and, and you know, behavior translates everywhere. I, I, I'm pretty sure you've been on Reddit in the, like the relationship and heard the soft stories from all of the white dudes, the Indian dudes, the Asian dudes. Right. 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 Yeah. Th- 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 that was that was my point about that particular example. And that's but, fair. And, and, yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's no there is no empirical information that I'm aware of. Where we can decide one way or the other. So fair, that's fair. Right, the problem right. I have is when I do have empirical information. Black folks, and I've seen this, both black men and black women, want to try to skirt around the facts. No, deal with the facts. Well, yeah, well, I get you. Um, when, when, it, when it comes to irrefutable facts, yeah, I can, I can understand that. But uh, like you said, it's just, it's just like the mob or piranha mentality as to when, like, again, as long as she's lockstep and she's along a thousand percent, it's like cool. All right, she, she can stay here. But any, you know, dissension whatsoever, then it's an issue and a problem. And then they don't even want to. Um, and this is what I always and always, always fucking um, provide this because I don't think I think people really, really miss it. And I told I, as many times as I say this, people don't understand it. It can be some shit you've literally seen in your life every day. Right. You've seen it and, and it's, it's been in front of you the whole time. But you never, ever even really noticed it or you looked at it and didn't know what the fuck it was. So you never had anyone explain it to you. You never been able to have that perspective explained to you for you to do it. Like, you know, it's like, you know, a, a real good example would be trying to um, explain mechanics to someone. Right. And OK, lefty, loosey, righty, tighty. OK, instead of telling somebody fucking, you know, well, you have to go clockwise in order to tighten something. OK, and counterclockwise and so on and so forth, you throw together a colloquialism that makes it extremely easy and streamlined for your brain to remember and you process yeah. it better. and You never forget it. So, again, I, that's why I try to tell people and I don't mind or, or have an issue with females speaking in the chat or coming up on the panel and saying what they have to say, because, nigga, you don't know everything. Right. And, and you may look at it this way, or a certain way, because you've only seen it one way your entire life. And then you come along, you have somebody say, of course, are women with the shit? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Women are, are, it's, it's, a, it's, a fuck, it's a woman's job to try and try and get what she can get out of a man, just like it's a man's job to try to get what can get out of a woman. And I just mm-hmm. think people try to operate outside of those realistic Every- fucking things. And they want you to be a fucking, you know, again, they want you to be this robot. And, and like I say, you can't, when you, when you do that, man, you lose out. You know what I'm saying? Hey, because you, my bad. Go ahead. Hey, Mella, hold up real quick. I'll speak on it from the SYSPN perspective because a lot of y'all, y'all see it like when you go on panels and you see like these younger SYSPM dudes in the chat, you know, these dudes are like rabid dogs in there. You know, I call them like murder hornets, you know, MOT called them that. And what it is, these dudes are going through a lot of red pill rays. They're in that black pill mode and they haven't even been through the stuff that I've been through you know, at my age, but still they're at the point where they're just checked out. What you got to understand is these dudes, they don't, they don't really want to hear a dissenting opinion. It's just, that's what it is. And that's why, you know, in a lot of SYSPM spaces, we're like, look, ladies, if you want to come over there and chill, watch, listen, cool. But the minute you chime in, if you say some crazy stuff, these dudes are going to be up on you. I, I keep it real with, you know, ladies when they come in there, no disrespect or anything, but it's just, it's just the way it is. Brothers, you know, in different aspects, they think differently. 
Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, uh, I wouldn't deny that at all or, or counter it. But at the same time, it's like, just don't, um, uh, I know, shout out, <laughs> Zero, Zero is right. It's like, it's like, let her talk. And I'm, I'm cool with letting her talk. I'm not saying shut the fuck up so she can talk, but a lot of you niggas just want them to shut up. Like, shut up, bitch. Don't say nothing. Shut up. As soon as she say it, and I'm like, bro, that's not how conversations are had. That's not how anything is learned. If you just only only constantly want someone to repeat the same thing you you hear all your life um, or you believe in and so on and so forth, how are you ever going to learn something new? And again, like well, I said, man, for Pete, you to throw you to throw the the you know the a, a woman's perspectives in the same pot as someone like the nigga in the wig, bro. I mean, you that they they don't deserve the same treatment. You know what I mean? That's just the way I look at it. Yeah, because one thing there you are know, men that uh, intend to frustrate a woman off of a panel. That 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 is their that is that almost it almost makes their day. And I bring up a specific example about um, Obsidian being known for creating controversial topics that would agitate the sensitivities of some women, like the Kim. K panel he did, uh, I guess, 18 months ago or so by now. And what was fascinating was that no woman participated on that panel. And thinking that's all these men wanted in the first place, next thing you know, there was all this crying and whining as to why aren't any women responding? You know, it's real funny. They got all this shit to talk. But now that we're actually demanding that they... Uh, proportion themselves and like her, well, they're not to be heard from. So it what what I'm getting at is there's an intentionality from some of these male spaces that aren't as welcoming as this particular space. This particular space is is very welcoming and it seems to be working. It seems to be working as a formula. And well, I was wondering now that they me. said the same. Well, now that they, me, I, I, now, I, 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 I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got twenty seconds. I, I got like, twenty I seconds. Like twenty seconds. Now that this platform, now that these two young ladies' platforms are becoming an example of higher standards, what are men going to do? Are you all going to find celebrities to? interview now because they are setting a benchmark just creating controversy i'll answer the question bala washa gave us a super chat he said the problem is not women being in the manosphere the problem is women coming in the manosphere trying to change the purpose of the space respect all right peace so i was uh since i was asked since my name came up from day one, I've been about having conversations with black women. From day one. my The whole point of Obsidian Radio was that what black women have done in the black vagina vision media is have a very contrived, fake conversation. They handpick certain black men from Steve Harvey to Derek Jackson, those black men who will tell them what they want to hear, how they want to hear it. That's not reality. Disagreement is reality. Argument is reality. Being loud and raucous is reality. And that's what I want to bring. I want to bring brothers right. that have not been part of the conversation and we say it the way we say it and now we deal. And if we fight, we fight. 
I don't see what's so hard about that. It's a very masculine thing to do. What I am suggesting is a new construct has been introduced by these women as a benchmark. Do you want to get serious about your channel or you don't? That's false. That shows you don't know anything about me. You see, I've been interviewing big names for years. Yeah, he has. He has. I've I've listened to some of his big name interviews. So if anything, they're they're following in the footsteps that I've already laid down, if anything. Thanks for the endorsement. No problem. You're welcome. I don't think that was an endorsement. But a lot of them are white people, but he do, name, uh, he do interview big name people. I did. No, that's I all, that's used it the yeah. way I wanted to use it. Well, it was improper. It was definitely improper. But um, anyway, what? um, yeah, like I said. How, oh, oh, how's man, that? How's endorsement? That? What, what endorsement did he give you? You know what endorsement means? He didn't give you any endorsement. Thanks for the endorsement of their channel, sir. I okay, said well, thanks for say- the endorsement, and that's it. I didn't say thanks for my endorsement. You just hey, like to pick on people. Hey, here, here's the point proven right here, y'all, is that, Mella, you know if you go to any other panel besides this one and you speak with a tone like that and you come at dudes like that, they're going to go freaking nuts on you. Why didn't? Why did he have to provoke that? Well, let me say this. I didn't, I didn't provoke it. It was weird. To it. I just want to say one thing because um, Curlin just brought about an interesting point because we got quite a bit of flack from our femininity interview on another point, and that was some certain people felt like we didn't defend Dr. Bay enough, which I I certainly intercepted, and Danielle said something, and it was mostly from the chat. The panelists were respectful. If you come here with a dissenting opinion, they're going to push you on it and make you defend your position, the the, the people, the men in this space. And that's just what it is. I do want to say, like, we don't believe in pacifying anybody on our channel. We don't pacify the men. We've had Mr. Research say, oh, you allowed her to say such and such, such and such. Like, we're all adults here. A lighthearted jab, we're not jumping all down somebody because you said something that was lighthearted or that was, you know, something small to somebody. Like, we're adults. Like we got, you got to have a little bit of thick skin. We're not babying or pacifying anybody in this space. So I wanted to speak on that because um, Bro Curla made me think about it with his last point. Yeah, um, we definitely. Um, and so now um, when we invite somebody on, I make sure to tell them that y'all are some assholes without no goddamn home training in the chat. So they oh, can they're dealing with <laughs> and y'all are a mess. Ooh. Hey, Jessica. You know what the thing is, though, Sister George, the way they went in on on Edward Bailey today, and no, I bet you we won't get anybody in the comments saying, you guys should have defended him more. I mean, he took it in stride because he's a man. Like, nobody's like, yeah. I mean, we, we expect you. You're going to get a little bit of a smack talk over here. Yeah, it was exactly. jokes, though. Like you said, I mean, a lot of a lot exactly. of his tongue-in-cheek and a lot of his block. Dr. Bay. I, I took some of the stuff they were saying to Dr. Bay was, you know, it seemed to be jokes, too. But some of it might have been serious. But we just, we, you know, we'll check it if it gets too disrespectful. But we do allow people to have, uh, you know, differing opinions. That's just what it is. Okay, Jessica, what do you have? Hey, sorry, I got a phone call, like, literally just as I came on. Oh, that's all good. What's up? Nothing much. I just, I came to to, <laughs> to add just to the conversation. Um, you know, it's it's an interesting one because I feel like there's some people in the space, right, that want you to talk only to 
almost shout you down mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense yeah. so they they yeah they they want you to come up just so that they can sh- shout at you they won't let you get a word in and then basically tell you to go away it's a it's a it's interesting but it's it's happened to me a few times and i'm sorry here's, here's, here's the thing jessica if i may yeah I, i'm just i'm just speculating based on my five years of doing this mm-hmm. i think the problem when it comes to black women like you and to a degree danielle and concrete rose here's the problem you are not the black women a lot of black guys in the manosphere are talking about in the black manosphere in other words yeah. okay so we're talking about for example uh whatever you know uh, dinner whores we'll use that dinner whores black women will come to the black manosphere swearing up and down and not them okay let's accept that on its face but, but then who are the dinner whores the, the implication is that these guys are making this up. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, you see, like, I, I wouldn't just um, discount someone's someone's um, story like that. That's not what I would do, because I can't tell somebody that their personal story is wrong. You know, I don't know them to say that. And plus, I think we all know people who are dinner whores. And so we know they exist like we know them in real life so it's it's not in that um, particular case or even just in general I'm not going to discount somebody's personal experiences but then other people would discount mine you know I'd be a liar for saying um talking about my personal experiences right and that's the problem I think that's the part of the problem here is that there the problem is that a lot of black men in this space have problems with black women who swear up and down they're not like the black women we're talking about yeah and so my so there a lot of a lot of what 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 the problem is okay so if you're not the problem why are you here we're talking about the black women that are the problem but let me ask you a question obsidian now don't get me wrong i think everybody knows that this space has identified a certain type of woman right that's fine. We've identified the same type of woman. Um, personally, there are certain aspects of women that I don't feel like is always um, within the space. And it, it's just so, certain aspects of it. And so I feel like I'll try, I'll try at least I'll, I feel like I'll try to come in and be as honest as I can about my own experiences and to tell like what I've seen myself. But it's it gets to be a headache because everybody's looking to be pleased in a sense. And then when you, if you say something off that script, it's a wrap and it's like, well, God damn, I, okay. You know, um, and, and prime example would be when I was on the um, channel, when I was on Bernard Riley's channel with you and angry man, me and angry man were making the exact same point. Yeah. Angry man felt like he had to come up and correct me and check me over something And I'm, I was. What's the point? Well, the point is, is that again, as I said earlier, I think that's just a personal thing. For whatever reason, y'all two don't hit it off. I don't think that's a statement of the larger black manosphere. I think that because, for, for for example, you and I get along pretty well. Yeah, we do. So I don't think it's a statement 
about the black manosphere. I think it's just a thing of personalities. For whatever reason, you guys' personalities clash. That's all it is. You know what? Maybe, may, but it's personal from his end because I don't come at people. I don't come at people unless they, and they have to come from me more than once because there'll be things that I'll see and I won't say, I won't even say anything. Now I'll sit over there and um, complain to Curlin, but I don't say a whole lot when people come at me. But if you keep coming at me, I'm not the dainty little flowers that's just going to sit there and cry. I'm going to cuss your ass out at some point. At some point, I get tired. So so I see I see you guys break down. I see you as really mission accomplished for me. In a sense. Why do you say that? Because like I said, the whole point of Obsidian Radio was to foster a conversation between black men and black women of the type that you don't see from Oprah on down to Derek Jackson. You just don't see it. Real I mean, if you look at if you look at those shows, you do Derek Jackson to Oprah Winfrey, Madame Noir, Essence. You look at all of the and they do have panels and discussions with black men. But you got to admit, I, we'll use we'll use Madame Noir for example. They're right here on YouTube. Madame Noir does have black men featured on their shows. But they are nothing like the kind of discussions we have. I yeah. mean, just, just just compare and contrast. Yeah, that's true. I want the real conversations, not the contrived fake shit. And those real conversations are going to be loud. They're going to be raucous. There's going to be a lot of shouting. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is, and that's how I want it. You know what? I, but I, I'll say this, because I think there is a great appreciation for some of the raw conversations that we have. Um, a lot of times we, a lot of times I feel like we do agree on a, a few things. Sometimes we don't agree, but the conversations are pretty raw. Um, now, I've gotten a lot of good feedback from my people, and they don't just kind of fluff my ass, but Obsidian... Um, they have people I work with actually come and ask for you by name. Where is that? Uh, observe, obs I'm like obsidian. Yeah, him. Where he is? <laughs> and I'm like, here this motherfucker go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they, you know, they they really like the conversations that um is brought about within the space, though. A lot of conversations. And, that, and that's what I'm talking about. And again, uh, I I invite everybody to just take. A look at Madame Noir. They do have black men on their panel. There's another show. I'll give you another example. The Grapevine. You can find that here on YouTube. They have black men, you know, part of the panel and stuff like that. It's nothing like you see here. And the reason why is because I think, and I, this is after many years of lots of observation, I think a lot of black women in those spaces will handpick certain black men that will you know pretty much toe the party line yeah yeah um i think it's a to be politically correct and then we're in a feminist uh society so to speak so if guys are too masculine and to a certain degree and they don't agree with the women or they don't follow the women i think a lot of guys have kind of gotten beaten to to a point to where they're 
even want to offend. They're scared to offend us. And so they won't tell the truth to us. If you're scared, they ain't, they're not going to tell us the truth. And that's the reason. And I would like to, I would like to take it a step further because this is very important. I'm a lifelong blue collar guy. Okay. 22 years on a job right out of high school. I worked around nothing but men all my life. There's a reason why you have to sit back and think about this in no spaces from Oprah on down. I talked about the grapevine, Madame Noir. When have you ever actually heard from a lifelong skilled trade, or skilled trade, blue collar guy on the panel? When have you ever seen that? Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if we, um, if we actually go around asking or looking, but oh no, we know because that's one of the things that they do is that the occupation right off the rip is mentioned about these men. My point is this. One of the reasons why I started Obsidian Radio was because I got tired of brothers like me. You know, there are over 5 million black men in the blue collar trades right now as we speak. Over 5 million. 36% of all black men in the labor market are in the blue collar trades. Never represented on panels. Never. And I got tired of that. And I decided to do I something do about it. And, and, and the point that I'm getting at here is what you just said, Danielle. See, ain't nobody more masculine than me. By definition, in terms of occupation, I'm one of the most masculine brothers around. And a lot of bl black women in those type of spaces know that. So they purposely keep brothers like me off the panel. Right. And, and to, to piggyback off of that, what I've noticed is on those two particular shows, uh, if if there's a guy that does offer pushback, he's less likely to come back because I can guarantee you in his mind, he's like, these motherfuckers ain't trying to listen anyway. You know, they, they just want to dogpile and, and disagree to, to toe the party line. So he's like, I got other shit to do with my time. You know what I mean? So, well, well, I don't, I don't even think it's the the thing of not not wanting to come back or whatnot. In those cases, I would think that you know, um, because you know, very very suddenly you do get that one guy that is going to let his motherfucking masculinity shine, and you know, you're you're a woman trying to challenge a man, and he's going to shut that shit down. Not on the you know the raucous you know, raw shit that we do here. And like I said, um, I think Obsidian brings up a great point. The shit here is genuine, man. This is real shit. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, you, you uh, uh, hey, I done heard plenty of niggas say they gonna whoop a motherfucker's ass. Hey, drop the address, nigga. I'm pulling up, nigga. This and the other, you know, yeah. hey, you know, it's, it's nigga shit that we gotta have in this space anyway. But you know, um, you know, those conversations where it gets heated to the point of where a person can't hide or a person can't play that role. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's that is one thing though with the females that I guess that's for. That's a part that, that is, and I left that out earlier. So the you know, the strag and the this and the whatever, trying to pretty much like, you know, cut you as deep as possible to really expose who you see. I told you she was this, she was that, she was just put on the act. She's not really feminine. And I didn't see you guys stream um Sister George, but I heard um uh you know uh the 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 critiques of it by by people. And I was just like, well, damn, man, like, what, what do y'all want them to do? I mean, are they giving you their definition of femininity? Okay, this this not going to fucking match up perfectly to yours, which should be understood. And okay, if you wanted them to, why don't you just make a stream yourself? 
You know what I mean? I mean, you 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 basically you guys are, are Monday morning quarterback and say, oh well, you didn't go deep enough with this, you didn't go deep enough with that, and I figured you're gonna do this, and you'll figure, well, nigga, you just do it yourself. All right? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like me, you know what I'm saying, ordering something for you, and I'm just like, well, no, nah, it's not right. No, nah, that's still not right. That's not right. Well, nigga, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, this right. is this, this I, agree with, I, I agree with uh, I agree with uh Mr. Fantastic. He's hundred percent correct, and again, that's yeah. why. That's why I started Obsidian Radio. I got tired of seeing the conversation the way it was conducted from Oprah on down. And I wasn't going to be begging. I said, I noticed a lot of brothers, what they would do, they would, they would growls and be upset. And that, 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 look at the way they treating the black male image and this and that. My position was like you, Mr. Fantastic, man. Fuck this. I'm going to do my own thing. Started out. I started my podcast in the bathroom. Okay. Because I didn't want all the echoes, and you, 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 those of you who are content creators, who know what I'm talking about. You're recording, and you hear the natural echo of everything bouncing off the wall, and you hear, you know, fire engine going by, and all that. I didn't right. want to do that. So what I did was I got in a nice little tight bathroom, right, and I had my laptop and my headset, little cheap headset. That's how. I, that's what I started off with, and today I'm in my own custom made studio. So I just I just went out there and did it. I got tired of how that got started, how that was progressing, and I'm not going to beg black women. Why should black women give me a space? Why? They're getting what they want. The, the onus is on me to create what I want. So that's what I did. Yeah, well, I, to go back to what Mr. Fantastic was saying, um, you, like, Sister George, no one was ever really going to be happy because... Even if you did define femininity, because I heard people saying, well, you didn't even give a definition, but the word is so subjective and it differs from person to person that even if you did define it yourself, they'd be like, oh, you're wrong because to me it's this. And they'd be like, oh, you got it all wrong. So instead of them saying you didn't define it, they'd be saying you're wrong. There, there, there'd always be something to complain about. That's right. what um, I'm basically getting at. So you couldn't even win. You just have to sort of just you know, let right. it roll off because you can't take it on board. There's always going to be something. Yep. All right. What's up, people? I'm going to jump in here real quick, if you don't mind. What's going on, Jack Spade? What's up, everybody on the panel? What's up with everybody in the uh, in the chat? Is my <coughs> mic too loud? No, you're good. All right. Because uh, StreamYard be acting funny with my mic from time to time. All right. So this is this is why I... St oh, hey, congratulations on interviewing uh, Wesley Pipes. Hey, hey Obsidian, it's Pipes, not Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> just mess with you obsidian hey this is this is what i see uh, it's, it's gonna be about two minutes for me to get this across um what i notice on television radio with the quote unquote pros and what i don't see on social media is unfortunately here on social media youtube face facebook stuff like that folks they make it too personal their 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 content is too personal a lot of times i don't see people drawing that line respecting the line that they draw and not bring too much of their personal self beyond that line so when you end up with a situation where you end up with the personal attacks some some are personal attacks some are not quite personal attacks it turns into uh, what this uh, 
what this uh, live stream uh, started talking about is this person over here says something personal about me. I disagree with it. This person said this here. And I think a lot of times what content creators are going to have to do is they're just going to have to be professional about it and not bring so much of their you into the content. Um, how, how can a person do that? I really can't tell It's up to the individual. I'm a natural born asshole, so it's easier for me to do it, but I can't speak for everybody else. So I, I think that, that, and that a lot of times that is the problem that I see that occurs with a lot of other people channels. It's when their personal them starts becoming impeded and stepped on. So that's the two minutes I wanted to spend on that. Okay. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. Uh, we can move the conversation into another direction. Um, oh, before I then, Mella, we're going to have to talk, yo. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Everybody enjoy yourself. Be safe. Be dry. Because tomorrow someplace is going to rain. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Y'all had, had Wesley Pipes. God damn. I need to get up on my game now. <laughs> yo, I'm about to hop off too, babe. Okay, babe. I'll call you. Salute, hey, Obsidian. Man, Fantastic, Jessica. Jack. Bye. Yo, shout out, shout out, bro. Hey, man, Bye, I'm, I'm gonna need y'all, y'all, y'all old niggas getting way too excited over this porn, these male porn stars, bro. <laughs> getting a little worried. Getting a little worried. Ed, Edward, Edward. Oh, look, he's up here. Edward was um, Mr. Snipes. Was it Pipes' biggest fan? His name is uh, Wesley Pipes, and uh, actually, my uh, most favorite. Uh, Adult film actor is uh you know Justin Slayer because uh I like the way he hey chill out man do you have a favorite scene from that um well, my, my favorite that scene well <laughs> my favorite scene is uh from this uh adult film called Fatty Girls Three and it oh, features okay. Justin Slayer and uh Mia Lovely. No, no. Do you have like a favorite Wesley Pipes scene? Uh, my favorite Wesley Pipes scene is between him and uh, Ayana Angel. She's a pretty uh curvy lady, curvy and the uh, you know, she got like uh, you know, double C breasts. You know, her butt is about like uh, 36, 37. The waist is about you know, about a, I think 16, 17. What do you like about um, Wesley Pipes? Uh, he's all right. He brings a sort of like a bad boy, bad boy slash, uh, you know, swag to it, where it's not too obvious. He only yeah. shows the bad boy side when it needs to be more intensified. See, that's mm -hmm. why I asked him the question about when y'all get into the, uh, the sex scene, what is the process through which you uh, come up with a certain frequency and vibe to uh, get the uh, woman's pussy wet in the scene without, you know, uh, going too rough and fast with it. How do you ease into it? Yeah, keep up the right speed. And uh, he he answered it pretty good. And uh, I also asked him about you know the exotic entertainment dancing and the uh, and uh, you know the porn thing. And he told me that the that the porn is easy because you got to be in better shape to be an exotic dancer. And uh, I'm so interested into in, in, into it because my uh, counselors who I go to to uh, be more of a uh, select male because I, I'm I'm alpha male with beta traits, you know, because 
There are times, uh, there are times, if you ask me, if, 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 I mean, hold on a second, if a lady asks me in the right way, I'll do something for her. But she comes to me with that bullshit, oh. I'll put that pimp hand down. Okay. My cousin was a pimp. So you, from here. So, so what you're saying is, it's not basically what you say, it's how you say it. It's how but you say it, and it's how you, you uh, behave as you learn how to be in tune with what's the vibration of your soul, your mind, your body. The reason why I put that thing in the chat called champion, soul, mind, and body flowing in one is because being in a uh, good, good quality relationship as a good quality black man related to a good quality black woman, there has to be a balance there. There has to be a balance, harmony, and synergy of the mind, emotions, and behavior as it becomes in tune with the mood, environment, and the situation, and the way you go about it, the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you uh, look at a person. Because uh, I've been receiving the free uh, email and phone consultations with Alan Roger Curry because I subscribe to him on Patreon. Also subscribe to uh, Cousin T Thought Alpha Wingman and Ron Wills, and they help me out a lot. So, ever since I've been uh, working out at the gym, like LA Fitness, Planet Fitness, and the Club Fit Boxing Gym, <clears throat> my holistic, uh, authentic, you know, uh, authentic uh, vibe with the women have been better. Because, like Ron Wills said, it's a holistic thing. There's the body game, the charisma and the masculinity. And with the woman, there's the body game, the charisma and the femininity. You know what I've noticed about a lot of guys though? And so, and, and, I'm, and I'm gonna be kind of, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to be mean. So that's my disclaimer, I'm not trying to be mean. Hey, go ahead, I'm a warrior, I can take it. Okay, a lot of you guys, and this is just a, a minor problem, it might be a minor problem, a lot of y'all kind of talked like for a long time with conversations. And I often kind of wonder, like when a man is talking and y'all dealing with each other and stuff, and the man is like constantly like talking and he talks a lot and he wants to get um, all his points out and he wants to talk and he's just very talkative. I actually kind of think that's a turnoff to a lot of women because it's like, I think the man is supposed to be more observant than a lot of women, than the women, but that's just my thing. And so, yeah, I just, yeah. Okay. That's all. You know, I totally agree with that because I learned in the uh, art of Taoist sexual Kung Fu that the man is about the mind and power, while the woman is about the sex and the emotions. Sorry, sorry. What was that sexual Kung Fu? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is something I learned. From, well, this is something I learned from my uh, teacher. Uh, Jessica, hey, stop. I'm, I'm genuinely interested in what hey, sexual kung fu is. I've never heard of that. The pimp in this panel. Y'all need to settle down. Man, <laughs> my nieces and nephews behave better than y'all. They in their 20s. Well, some of them in their teenager, but I'm getting real disgusted. I'm 50 years old, and I got men older than me acting like goddamn 12, 13-year-olds. Pisses me off. Now I don't blame ARC for going off on y'all. Y'all gotta what? stop this thirsty, weak motherfucker shit and learn how to be quiet to concentrate on the problem. 
Our babies are dying in the street, man. Black boys and black girls. Why y'all on that bush in this panel? That white what? power structure is giving giving into the ass of black men and black women. What happened, Edwards? Well, here's the thing. As a uh, peaceful warrior, I try to do my best to be patient, and I try to uh, give certain people insightful suggestions on how they can better their life. I remember when I was up there working out at LA Fitness, and I was practicing my Qi Kong and yoga uh, forms. And uh, there was some uh, Chinese, there was a Chinese lady and a Hispanic lady, and a Caucasian lady asked me some questions because they was interested. I was involved in the yoga class with them. And uh, they had a hard time with their postures, and I told them, when you breathe in, you got to make sure that you're breathing from the diaphragm because you fill up with that solar plexus. The solar mm -hmm. plexus is the uh, storehouse, the uh, dynamo generator achieved. Like you have the dynamo, the uh, energy center that powers the whole grid in the city. So when your uh, main electric lines offline, you cut off power to the certain grids along the streets in the city. That's the same thing with your breathing. The power grid for the wholeness of your soul, mind, and body comes from the inner belly. Mm -hmm. That's where the chi is stored. Now, the gene, which is vital essence, that's within the area where your reproductive organs are. And then your shin, that's generated around your third eye and above your head. Now, when you uh, exhibit weak, thirsty motherfucker, beta male and beta female behavior, you can't learn that. I mean, that's what yeah. remind me what Alan Roger Curry uh, said. Any weak, thirsty motherfucker could be taken advantage of. Who was being weak and thirsty? Well, it's, 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 it was on this video called Dane Coaches versus Big Town. It was Stevie okay. Dean Williams on there, O'Shea on there, ARC on there, Big Mike on there, Max of the Limits. And, okay. uh, yeah. See, mm -hmm. uh, I also consult with uh, Max City as well. Dave Mike is one of my consultants. And so is Tony Maceo. So, so are, you, it, are you in a relationship, Edward? Well, let's just say... Uh, no. I've been approached uh, by... Well, as since I've been working out of the gym, losing weight, uh, I've been approached by Chinese women, Japanese women, Vietnamese women, uh, Colombian women, What's Puerto Rican women. Cuban women, uh, Caucasian women, and some uh, foreign African women at the gym. And so uh, I used to weigh 300, but ever since I've been on my diet, I'm down to 230 now. You know, congratulations. That's a good point to jump in because um, I'm listening to Self improvement is the foundation of spiritual evolution and maturity. All right. So that's a good point for me to jump in because um, everybody knows I'm a dating coach too, and I have a different approach. Mamiya, Absolutely. Can I finish? Have you taken your mess today? Can I, Can I finish? Go ahead. Take your time. Thank you. Um, I have a different approach. Um, mine is is in toughness of the mind and being a refined gentleman. Um, is you know, it's interesting that Danielle asked the question, are you in a relationship? I've been able to keep a woman for almost a dozen years. So no. and, and there, hang on, hang on. And there is a market 
for this because we know from studies in PR that most black men polled today want a marriage or at least a long-term relationship, number one. Number two. I don't. Can I finish? Go ahead. Okay. Number two. You take your man's up, you finish. Number two. <laughs> what's the what's what's the problem with the with the insults, brother? I didn't insult you, man. Well, sometimes uh obsidian. When I try to like uh find a point in your rhetoric, it goes off like uh a chicken running too fast with his head cut off. Why? And it keeps on running fast while paying attention to the fact that the head is cut off. Why? Why? What are you talking about? Make it plain. Because when Tony Maceo was on the panel with you, y'all was discussing something about the uh, select and non-select tax. And Tony Maceo was able to simply prove that he uh, had won the argument because he was arguing, arguing, arguing it from the source, the source of the topic. But you, on the other hand, like to go around in circles. When all you had to do is just stop, look, and just go to the center of the circle, which is the source of the argument. Which the is source of the, argument, the source of the argument is not based in being talkative, run your mouth 60 miles an hour. Sometimes you got to learn how to put it in neutral, stop for a minute, so you won't have a mental, emotional, and physical wreck. Are you done? Now, 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 Obsidian, I'm 50 years old. How old are you? I'm older than you. I'm 51. 51? Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Now, guess is. what? Guess what? I don't have a car yet. Every time I walk to Planet Fitness, uh, LA Fitness, and the boxing gym, there'll be some ladies asking me if I need a ride. I begin, I've been giving rides from black women, white women, and even Hispanic women. That's good for you. And see, the reason why they do this for me because I am an authentic man. I do more with my actions than my talk. Uh huh. Now that now there's an old saying in the movie The Cowboys starring John Wayne. Have you seen it? Yeah, uh, you know, you know what's now, 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 listen. What's interesting? You know what John Wayne told that dude? On, he on, said, on, "Big talk don't make a big hang man." On, hang on. What's it is the way here. that a man walks that makes it a big man. What 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 is what's interesting here is, you tell me, to get to the point, and then you keep talking and talking and don't get to the point. No, but he said he said he does actions more than he talks. You must be like a really hard worker, Edward. I salute you on that. Well, see, here's the thing. Uh, I first learned boxing when I was a uh, when I was a kid when I was like twelve years old, and then when I was in high school on my 18th birthday, uh, I went to the uh, junior deputy complex on uh, East Cantrell and learned uh, European fencing. And from there, I was able to learn some uh, Japanese kenjutsu fencing by just uh, you know. Just watching the patterns on the way certain people did it, but then later on, I started learning. Uh, I remember I dealt with this mentor of mine named Joe Islam at ULR. He taught me uh, the uh, path of uh, veganism, fasting, and meditation, and how to uh, okay. be centered. You do know, you do know, you're pouring people to tears, right? I'm not seriously. Look in the chat room. You knew. Hey, you know I'm that. sitting. 
Stop cackling like a goddamn dumbass and take your meds and shut the fuck up and let me speak. Now I'll let you speak. No, you didn't. Take a chill pill. Take a chill pill. No, you didn't. And now I see why ARC was mad at your ass. I don't blame you. Okay. Are you done? This is the part where you say something. Yes, I'm done. Okay, good. Now, my approach in my dojo, we are refined gentlemen. It's fine and dandy. I'm not here to kick dirt on anybody else's approach. My position is to let a thousand flowers bloom. I don't have anything to prove. I've, I've done the most manliest of work all my life. I got nothing to prove. And who are we to tell black women what they should and shouldn't be attracted to? You know, if, if Wesley Snipe, oh, excuse me, Wesley Pipes is anything to say about this, it proves that there are all types of men that black women are attracted to. I think the problem, in my opinion, is that we've been locked into a very narrow range of what is attractive in a man. Some men are just more brainier and bookish than others. And that's okay. That can be masculine too. Some of us are very good at talking. So good that we make a daily living from it. We're very good at talking. People can listen. Women can and will listen to us for hours just talking to them. So that's what I that's what I approach it as. And the other thing is um a lot of brothers do want relationships. And I'm pretty good at keeping relationships going. Nearly a dozen years. I've been I've been together with the same woman longer than most black people have been married. So, you know, no shade on the brothers that want to be, you know, slaying, you know, pussy left and right. That's fine. I got nothing nothing against that. But I think that uh, there is a market for what it is that I offer. That's it. Anyone else here practice sexual Kung Fu? Never heard of it. Okay. I heard of Kundalini. What's that? It's sexual fulfillment uh, to study. Okay. Concrete Rose says in the chat room, and I would love if she could come up and explain this. She says, put a ring on it, oh. Uh why? I would love for her to, to explain it on the panel. Mm. That's now that's an interesting I've noticed that today's generation is not necessarily interested in um putting a ring on um their significant other's finger. You know, the symbolism is not as valued as it once was. I've noticed that. <clears throat> yeah, I think in today's day and age, maybe it's the, it's the wiser thing to do. And listen, just because um, you're not technically, like, legally married, it doesn't mean that you no. can't have the same commitment as a couple who are. You're just avoiding the loopholes of modern-day law. And so I, I completely understand why some people don't get married in this day and age. Well, it's, it's hard for me to respond to uh, Concrete Rose with her without her being on the panel. But I would love to talk to her because uh, I find that uh, coming from her, that's a very interesting position. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I don't I don't know the um the history behind that or that, that thing, but yeah. Um the whole um <laughs> The the at least at least nobody nobody's over here saying that baby daddies are equivalent to husbands. You know what I mean? At least nobody's saying that here. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that. That, that, that was that was a, that was a thing. I guess like a month ago or so. I don't know how long ago it was. Oh yeah. Once upon a time in this space, baby daddies were equal to husbands. So yeah, man. Uh, nah. If you're gonna the cohabitation piece or you know long term relationship where you know you're actually with somebody and and um like Jessica said, um even as a married man, y'all know me, I would not suggest that any man gets married in this um current day and age until we get some type of change in the laws and whatnot, what have you. Um uh, or you have a literally um uh, airtight, lock tight, no loophole whatsoever prenuptial agreement. Even if you are a guy that has not a cent and a penny to his name, one of the biggest flaws and issues I see with the black man is we don't um, see ourselves truly as the prize and the potential of being the next, you know, Jeff Bezos or the next um, uh, Robert Smith. You know what I'm saying? And then lo and behold, when you do uh, reach your full potential, you started off with nothing. And now, you know, you you've reached that potential. And you're worth a whole lot more. Now it's like, oh, shit. Well, she thinks she feels like she deserves half my shit. Well, that's on you and your fault because you didn't put that, um, you know, you didn't have the belief in yourself to protect yourself from the jump. Because my whole thing would be, well, no, nah, why would I? You ain't got nothing anyway. So why should I sign a prenup? Exactly. I don't got nothing anyway. So what should it matter if you fucking sign a prenup? And again, it needs to be airtight and locked tight. But by all means, man, uh, we've seen uh, here recently that even that doesn't really exist. And there are loopholes and everything around that. We all know the ultimate loophole to any um, uh, prenuptial agreement is a child. So, um, by all means, man, um, uh, you do. We, we still do need healthy families and things like that, or whatnot, and two two parent households, man and woman, you know, that can actually stand each other and hopefully have some type of affection enough uh, for each other to show black children what a healthy relationship is between you know two adults. So um, that's that is something we need to, you know, I guess still strive for when it comes to relationships, if not marriage. Okay. Well stated. Well stated. Children benefit most when there is the mother and father present in um, what is considered a conventional marriage. However, it is unfair, unfair that a woman profits uh, in the event of a separation. And according to statistics, she can, she starts the divorce proceedings. And, and what is really discouraging is from what I understand from reports, there are men that end up homeless, penniless. She takes, she leaves no stone unturned and legally she's allowed to do that. I find that horrifying. So I can understand why men are hesitant um, against commitment at the same time it does affect uh, a child's sense of well-adjusted behavior and outlook about family structure how can they take family seriously if their families are decimated you know? well i mean i don't i don't have any um I'm, the reason why i never married had nothing to do with any of that family courts and divorce laws and that sort of thing had nothing to do with it nothing Absolutely nothing. 
So, why wouldn't you, why why aren't you considering marriage? Uh, because at the time when I would have, as a younger man, the black women I wanted didn't want me, and the black women that wanted me, I didn't want them. That's all it. That's that's all it is. I'm a forward thinker. I'm I'm referring to the in the future. Why wouldn't you want not to? Have to? Children. So the only so the only purpose for marriage is to uh, construct a family with children. Okay, I get it. I get it. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. And I have no I have no desire to do it. And you know, every woman I'm not with, you know, knew that from right off the rip. They knew that right away. And they could make a decision as to whether or what not they want to deal with me or not. Like I said, I've been with the same woman almost a dozen years. So I had to done I'd done something right. And I think oh, that's a message that uh that other black men can learn from. I'm the dating coach for the non-select guy. Admit Oh, and for and for it the record, let me let me say this real quick, Mella. Mella, can I just say this real quick? Um, the troll of the day um award goes to Jessica X. Jessica X, you ain't shit. Um, uh, I'm gonna mute up. I thought I had to have a little a little fun there. I was I was genuinely interested because he seemed so um so enamored by Wesley Pipes earlier, and I was just trying to to figure out why. <laughs> So yeah, I thought I'd have some fun with it. And well, well I mean, it's pretty it. obvious, Jessica. I mean, look, look, let's just get right to it. Look, I, we're not going to play around with this. The appeal of the gentleman that he mentioned. We don't need to go into names. The appeal is that you can be like them and fuck a lot of black women too, or women in general too. That's what a lot of black men want. Yeah. They want to be able to fuck a lot of women. Now, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that's what it is. You don't hear these guys talking about they want to get married. You don't hear these guys saying, I want to have a relationship. They're about casual sex and banging as many women as possible. Again, got no problem with that. But that is what it is. And we need to just call it for Until what Until the children come along. Right. Then the children come along. Right. That's the appeal with the men that he mentioned and others. Not going to mention any names. That is the appeal. That if you get with them, you can live the way they live. That's the appeal. Yeah. No, that's the nature of porn, though. It's it's a fantasy, correct? Well, that well, you just said it yourself. This guy's very enamored with Wesley Pipes. I mean, just I mean, connect the dots here. The fantasy, yes. Placing himself in the fantasy. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. And, the, and the okay. Reason, you know what's what's fascinating about me? So I threw my hat into the dating coach arena last year. And what's fascinating to me is you heard the way this guy treated me. I've never, I don't even know this guy. He's coming after me like I did something to his mama. And I've noticed, and I've noticed over the past year. That type of re violent reaction. Why? Dude, I've already conceded the point. I'm the dating coach for the non-select guy. I already told you I'm focusing on the market of guys okay, that man. want a relationship. Right. So what's the problem? I'm not even in you guys. Isn't that the argument? Stay in your lane. Okay, this is my lane. Why are you guys coming all over here to my lane? Throwing salt on my lane. Why? I have an idea. Please, St. Kevin, what's going on, brother? 
going on everybody um tonight i'm going to be doing a show talk about why men need to pay 100 percent of everything Ooh. and why, why why women need to be hypergamous that's going to be a narrow band discussion but i guarantee you i'm going to have a lot of people coming on there upset uh outright without even listening because one black folk are just very emotional when it comes down to them everything and then when you start talking about marriage and, and, and grown-up stuff let's just talk about grown-up stuff forget marriage just grown-up stuff far too many black men are stuck in uh adolescence i deal with them all the time so you know i don't i didn't i didn't even watch the previous show but go on my channel and just pick a video. And I guarantee you, you won't pick, pick a pick a lion's den video. Pick a video and you will hear many, you'll hear, you'll probably hear something from a black man that says something like this. I want to be rich. I want to own my own business. I want access to beautiful women. Inevitably living at home, uh, working less than eight hours a day. Uh, and, and what we're getting to is, I had a call, a conversation with a guy the other day. I said, forget relationships, forget women, forget all that other stuff. You need to get out here and do this stuff for you. Be competitive for you. But far too often, black men have, I don't say the black community, but I'm worried about men. We, we define our masculinity and our manhood by our dick. All the group of men who still sit around at, at advanced ages talking about uh, seriously, not just taking pot shots here and there, you know, grabbing by the pussy. No, seriously, uh, this is the this is the World Trade Center. This is the you know space shuttle. This is the this is the accomplishment, and um, mm -hmm. and that doesn't uh, suit as well as a group of men, and that has nothing to do with the women. Mr. Samuels, you're aware that that's what white supremacy programmed I don't give a shit about that. Well, that's what black men... Let me tell you why I don't give a shit about that, you, you about that Mello. Okay, let's, let's say I accept the point. You're right. They certainly did. Now what? They set black men up to think that's they all did. their now work. What? They did. Now There's what? A, that, back to your point about their, their child sense of childlike uh, ambition... So whose is responsibility is it to correct it? Their own. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. You're, you're I mean, I appreciate, and here's the thing, sis. I appreciate I appreciate what you're trying to say. But um, in, in this very narrow band instance, this isn't a conversation that black men need women to find any reason. <clears throat> One thing I realized, and this isn't just me, and watching a lot of black content, I realized this from Tommy Sotomayor first. When he stopped saying some black women, most black women, 50% is what Obsidian does. When he starts saying all black women, he started getting more traction and more conversations because he noticed that if you leave any wiggle room for black women, the very women he's talking about will put themselves in that category, even though it doesn't fit. Um, I won't say that specifically as much for black men, but I will say this. Every man, every man, in this case, black, we can look around and see where we rank in our professions, at our age. 
Men are cost-benefit analyzers, and we can look around and just say the question, am I in the middle of the pack, ahead of the pack, or below the pack? And wherever you land for whatever you've chosen, it is on you to decide whether you where you're going to if you're going to do anything to get any further that's why i say i grant it we have to be three times good to get half the credit granted white supremacy racism all that good stuff don't need it i don't and therefore and i can't change anything about the institutions what am i going to do right now which brings me back to my ultimate point men who get out here and compete for competition's sake for their sake not for women tend to have better outcomes in life regardless as to what they choose. If they choose to be married, uh, live in the American dream, or if they choose to just run around being Hugh Hefner the rest of their lives, they can choose that because they've done the work first. Don't, don't be Hugh Hefner. Don't that's, that's not yeah, a good yeah, personal. Right, right. right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, here's you find you're hard pressed to find. Um, I, I was really shocked. I'm not gonna lie. I was shocked when when I got the amount of pushback I got first coming to YouTube talking about you know stuff like suits and things like that. The amount of pushback. Um, and we've gone round and round and round. But at the end of the day, black men determine what's alpha. We determine what's the we and. And, and and I never knew about this term called sexual alpha until I got into this kind of parallel discussion. Alpha meant one thing uh, before this parallel discussion. It meant a leader of men. It didn't mean a, a guy running around banging hundreds and hundreds of women, uh, uh, making children if each if they chose to or whatever, that was called a rogue. The, things along those lines. Those men tended to be cast out of society, and or killed if they got caught because they were a, they were a danger to the stability of any 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 system. But in bizarro land, Black America, we uh, now that we we kind of make that a badge of honor. And not in just a joking way, too. Every group of men sit around talking about con sexual conquest and things like that with me and enjoy them. But then what? And that's where the conversation tends to fall off the rails. The then what? It tends to not be much as far well, as I've seen. Well, well, no, like you said, um, unfortunately, and that's that's some that's something we we've uh you know came up against, and this is the whole rally against the, the dating coach or the you know the you have to self-improve for the sake of the woman and all this other things man that's that's all bringing your your essence back to you're doing everything for the sake of vagina mm -hmm. and as black men that's a major problem and issue and that's why i feel well i don't feel i know we're we're doing this as to where you know the generation before us then come and let us know they're like hey man um the pussy gonna come like if you get yourself rights so on and so forth, don't even say, hey, I'm doing this. I'm getting this degree. I'm getting this job. I'm buying this car. I'm doing whatever in the hell. And for the sake to attract these women to get in their vaginas, it's going to be self-evident if and when you're that guy. 
You know what I mean? And and of course, I mean, you may have to put in a little extra work if you haven't been, you know, blessed genetically or, you know, or um, uh, if you lack in certain areas like intelligence or charisma or whatever it is. Of course, I mean, it's no cookie cutter thing here or there. But, you know, if you're willing to make those adjustments in time to get a better grade of woman that you're just not automatically, you know, do off of face value as soon as you walk into a woman's presence. Well, then you can make those adjustment adjustments. But I, I, I know for a fact um, uh, from my personal experience and a lot of other men I met in this space, a lot of us waste at least seven years of our lives from 18 to 25 doing any everything in that time. You know, pussy is the goal. Pussy is the goal. Pussy is mm -hmm. the goal. I got, you know, I got to make this money to do this so I can, you know, fuck these holes. I got to buy these shoes and, and buy this chain and buy these jeans so I can fuck these holes and all this other shit. So, mm -hmm. yeah, man, I we we and and like you said, um, Kevin, that's that is crazy that you know a lot of us take this up until our thirties as to where we still have these conversations about dudes saying, hey, well, you know, I can I can get a woman and all this other shit and so which is cool. But at the same time, brother, that if that's your essence, what 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 are you saying about your manhood, your masculinity? You mentioned the generation, my generation, Generation X, did not come back, and I'm not going to tackle it today. But I think the big disconnect started with uh, in the baby boomer generation. I don't think anybody can really argue that's where the disconnect started. Um, generation X being spawned out of baby boomers, the men. Um, I'm in that cohort and we were young men out there too. We didn't know. We, I, I will say there's a lot of stuff that we didn't have access to. What we didn't know. Uh, but that's not, that's not going to be the re that's not the path I'm going to go down. Um, I noticed when, uh, in my mid twenties, because I've always been a different kind of dude. I, I listened to Bon Jovi right along with run DMC, you know, I, I I I noticed there was a separation between me and a lot of black men. Uh, the, the higher I up, I went I went the white collar route versus the blue collar route. And anybody who doesn't know me knows. I, if you don't know me, I have nothing but respect for blue collar men. But what I noticed is there was a the reason, Mister Fantastic, that is, is because so many black men who should have been out here competing. We're still playing. We had nothing else. How do you get to be 40 years old and, 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 and you're still pursuing fantasies? How did that shit happen? We were cod coddled this, that, such, and so forth. So I, I find it interesting. A lot of times, um, and I've talked about this before, men in my generation have to understand where younger men are coming from when they, when they run across one of them. Um, uh, I've heard, heard it on YouTube. Hold on, young bro. Hold on, young bro. I've been there. And, that, and you listen to a younger brother like, man, I respect you. I respect nothing about your generation. Now you are as older. Um, we have a responsibility as each man for ourselves to become the best version of ourselves for us. Then we can stand in a room with one another, whatever we choose. Now, the one of the disconnects is with black men is what is it that we are judging each other on and what is it that we respect that as well i think this whole conversation is starting to happen i hear a lot of brothers talking about we're not respecting that game and 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 and, and sex and stuff like 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 any outside outside of any other group of men we're putting that shit in its place yeah we want to do it but it's not going to be it 
which is the whole pimp culture and all that other kind of stuff. We're going to tamp that down and actually start talking about doing something that the black community need a business class, an economic engine, a la Dr. Claude Anderson. And see, I can come, I can speak to that because that's what I did. I had my fun. I still have my fun, but I've always been over there. And the sad thing is not enough brothers wanted to even go over there. And they could have. I'm gonna tell you, I, I knew plenty of men who could have. They just did not, they didn't, they didn't do it. So huh, it's kind of hard to come back around in your late 40s and 50s, expecting to be get treated like an OG when your resume is light than a motherfucker. Let me ask you a question, uh, Kevin, because uh, you're going to do a show tonight. I take it based in part on uh, my show yesterday, um, and I'm, I'm going to be looking forward to that. Why do you think you heard the exchange with the gentleman that was here earlier and myself? Why do you think um, my very presence throwing my hat into the dating coach arena, why does that rankle so many guys? What, what is that all about? Now, I will say this. I did not hear. I heard just the tail end of you guys. But I've told you before, one of the things I think bothers people about you is your work history. When you say I left high school and started a job and put in 60 hours to 22 years until I was damn near killed, that is a that is NASA kind of shit to black men. Now, see me, I look at that and be like, all right, motherfucker, I got you. I didn't do it that way of sitting, but I went to college and I got my corporate job and I went here and I, I didn't have a side hustle. See, I, I, I don't, I didn't work it that way. I worked it this way. And then when I hear brothers that went to the military and they talk about the work they put in, but it's fucking work. There's a resume. There's a resume. Work has a resume. When you talk, people are like, why is this dude talking so much? So, I, I hear consistency because I hear work. Show your work. And when you have no real resume, you know you did not put in the hours as men. And that's the point. Would we how would the world have been if we we talk about uh uh our glorious history as black people? One of the things I looked at my generation, I'm like, we have we don't have a World War II, I mean a, a D-Day. We've done nothing great, we haven't done our part. Every other group of men had a, had their had their defining time. What what was ours? We survived some shit, but we still our resume is light. So my approach is that I'm running faster than I ran in my early years. But that's my personal goal because I don't want to sit around other men and, and be talking about some shit where I don't have a have have some skin in the game. And it's got to be more than just age. So I think that's what really does it. One. You you work you work like a you work like a man should, but one number two you were not satisfied with the fact that you didn't go to somebody's university. You were self educated. You taught yourself. It's evident, and you and 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 lastly, you have the balls to step up and say I'm as good or better than you, and you, and you will back it up. That's that's that should be something we 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 as men should back and say, you know what? We need more guys like this. Even if I don't necessarily like his personality, maybe a little prickly for me, but instead of finding fault with it. Because other groups of men build with guys like that. 
they build structures, they build vertical stuff. Now we got a lot of horizontal stuff in, in, in the black side and the black America. We have don't, don't have any vertical stuff. And in order to build vertical stuff, you cannot do it as lone wolves. You have to, you have to, you have to do it as a group. And that means ultimately, is it a foreman? Is that the person who leads on the work site? That's right. Uh, either the foreman on a work site or the shop steward in a in a, in a factory setting. Yes. Whatever it is, there's one of them motherfuckers. And whatever he says goes. And in military, similar thing. You, you get one. Everybody ain't coming around saying, well, no, 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 no. I'm the foreman for this part. And you're the, no, no, no. You, and that's where we fall in because we, we can ask black women that question, Obsidian. You know, I ask it, you ask it, who leads? But then That's we right. ask black men, when you ask black men that shit, who leads? Watch the motherfucking fur. Watch that shit. Watch that shit. When you ask black men, who leads? Because that means I may be alpha as fuck, but there's always a bigger fish. And that means I got to get up under that alpha. And a lot of us would rather be alpha in our own shit than second in command to the greater shit. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a really good show tonight that Kevin's going to do. It's it's kind of a if I if I have this right, Kevin, a spinoff of what we talked about yesterday on my live show, um, about the. Well, yeah, you made a good point. Yeah, you, you better be prepared to pay hundred percent everything. Yeah, if you say you want what you want, you better be prepared. If that's what you want, you better be prepared. And here's the thing: I don't see the downside of man being prepared to pay hundred percent anywhere because then you can compete with everybody, regardless of what you choose. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a good show. It's gonna be a hell of a show. Uh, uh, ladies, y'all gonna like this one. Uh, it was based on just real quick. It was based on a show I did yesterday over on Mixler. We talked about a reality show. One of my buddies made me aware of a reality TV show called Married at First Sight. It airs on Lifetime, and you can watch much of it here on YouTube. There was a black couple that got married, and the groom in the couple. 37, graduate of an HBCU, financial analyst. He doesn't have a traditional view of gender roles, wants to do 50-50, also wants to give up his job and go into coaching college basketball, mentoring young kids. <laughs> the wife, 30, assistant director, uh, is very much a traditionalist. Her position is Black men should pay, a, a husband should pay to support the home and the wife. So that was the whole setup. And I was saying to Kevin, the one thing that I learned watching his shows recently was that, and he has a lot of women that call in and he talks to a lot of women. So I've been just quietly watching this month, the shows he's done. The one thing I've learned after watching him interact with all of these shows with these women is that black women expect black men to pay 100% of everything first in a marriage, but also with dating too. B bottom line period black women. Ex this is irrespective of their own educational level, their own job profile, how much they make black women expect black men to pay 100% of everything. That's it. That's it. So, so hold on real quick. So what about the situation where the woman pays for everything and the woman takes care of broke ass 
failure ass niggas. What about that one? What's your what's your take on that one, City? I think you answered your own question. Uh, I'll hand it mm -hmm. off to St. Kevin. But as far as I'm concerned, mm -hmm. you answered your own question. They're paying for guys that are losers. Oh, before let me let me let me hop in that real quick because here's my problem with that question. That is that is not the norm. The uh the statement that Mr. Fantastic made it does exist, well, look, but that wait, but wait, that wait, is wait. but that but that is not the norm. Hold on, well, wait, wait, wait. We're talking about black women here, Jack Spade. We're talking right. about black women where you have a seventy percent single mother rate. Black women have um the lowest net worth of any. Um, demographic in the country, and they pretty much have to settle for those type of dudes. Do you not agree? No, they don't. So why? Well, why are they? So if they don't have to. Why are they doing it? Okay, when you say they, there's only a percentage of black women that are actually doing that. That's like it, it's not fair for me to say that all black women are a certain thing. All no, black women. All. Uh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Let me finish. Let me finish. It's a percentage. Now you can what's, criticize what's that. You can, it's not all. I know that much. It's a. It's a well, it's uh, a no one's saying all, sir. I understand that it's not all, but you, if you say there's a percentage, what would you say the percentage? I'm saying that there's a, a significant percentage, as much as fifty percent or better. So what, what would your what would yours be? I say mine. Mine says at the minimum is fifty percent. Fifty percent or better. Yeah, I, at, for me, the minimum is fifty percent of busted dudes that are being taken care of by women. No, women choosing busted dudes to take care of. What's your definition black, of busted? Black what's your uh, what's your definition of busted? Uh, broke ass niggas, especially forty plus, no career, no skills. You know, um, no. Can I try uh, to, to define your Mr. Fantastic? Can I can I supplement your argument a little bit? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you got you got it, Kev. Go ahead. Jack Spade, busted means this: if there's an org chart and a stack ranking in the in the company, right? Oh, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. I asked a very simple question. What I'm giving you a very no, simple answer. I asked, I asked Mr. Fantastic. Let Mr. Fantastic okay, well, ask this well, question. Okay, okay. well, I, I, I pretty much gave the majority of the, the, mm -hmm. the criteria with a, with a couple of, um, uh, you know, um, I guess like key markers. Again, a guy with no, no skills, uh, no trade skills, no degrees, um, no you know, anything to put to his name, nothing special that makes him, you know, anything outside of a regular everyday person. Um, uh, again, you're especially at the age of 40 and above and you have nothing to say for your name, uh, especially prior, cr prior criminal history too, if you know what I mean. And you haven't really gotten outside of the lifestyle and did anything for it. And shout out to all the brothers that have flipped and turned around since then. So yeah, you know, stuff like that. What, what, what would you say? And you're saying about how many black men are like that? That the uh, well, it's, that not the about, it's not about the black men that I don't I don't I don't I don't know. It's 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 a significant amount. Well, thirty three percent of black men have been to prison. Okay, or been convicted. I think that's what it is. So um, uh, I'm not going to say that all of those thirty three percent of black men are failures or whatnot, what have you. But this is what I am saying. I'm saying the majority of black women that are choosing men, and this has been shown and proven again, like I can use the example in the the uh, the Memphis three, three black men accounted for over 80 children. For like 20 some odd women and the numbers only raising and counting. So by all means, why are black women continuing to choose these dudes that they have to take care of? 
versus the guys that are self-sufficient and accomplished and have something to actually bring to the table to offer. All right. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to change the subject, but I'm going to say this. I think the large percentage of women that are getting with a certain type of dudes are what we call the, uh, what obsidian called the caddish and craftsmen. Those are men that they have good to decent paying jobs, but they are just men of poor character. I think a very small percentage of the women are actually getting with your definition of busted dudes. So, but you're saying smaller percentage. Would, so what, what would give me a number? What would you say the percentage was for you? Man, I have By no idea. I have no idea because the the majority of people, uh, majority of women that I know of, they got, they got with caddish and crass men. And those are men that had, like I said, the good paying jobs. There was police officers, firefighters, uh, blase, blase, blase. But the dudes were just of poor character. They weren't, they weren't quote unquote busted. They were just men of poor quality that the women should have, the, the dudes came through the door with poor quality, but they chose for whatever reason to procreate with those dudes. That's the majority of the women that I'm seeing. Yes, are there some that are busted? Yes, but the majority of them I see is just the, the, the crass and caddish men. All the way up to doctors, lawyers. Yeah, this is a recent uh, show, as a matter of fact. They, I think the one of the most recent shows that Danny and, and C. Rose did was, you know, just on this point that thinking black men play games too. And we, we all agree with that point. We agree. There are black men, like, like Jack Spade said from that strata, as he put, you know, police, CMT, fire, all the way up to doctors. There are guys who are cool cads there and play mind games and all the rest. Sure. We agree. We agree. Yeah, oh, but shit, we got uh, too uh, What happened? Well, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Again, like I said, you, you're making a distinction. That's why. That's why I, I typically said and stuck it too busted. I'm not talking about accomplished men that happen to have bad character. I'm talking about bad people, bad men overall in general. He has nothing to offer and bring to the table. He's not a craftsman. He's not a tradesman. He doesn't have a career. It's nothing special about him. And yet, and still, um, uh, you choose that man to be in a long term relationship with especially at older ages. Well, you know, the dude, well, the dude that's, that's busted, don't have a job, not taking care of his kids is in the same stratosphere as the uh, attorney. That's not taking care of his kids. No, no, he's not. He's no, no, he's not. He's, he's not. No, he's not. Okay. Because minus, is, minus. Is, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on, let me, let me, let me explain to you why he's not. You see the difference between the man that has a bad character and he has, um, uh, you know, he has bad character, but he does have a trade skill or he has some actual value is that he can be penalized for that value. See, that woman can take that man to court and say, hey, um, your honor, this dude's a lawyer. He's making X amount of dollars per hour. So this means I should be due more child support for him to take care of his child since he no longer wants to, um, uh, you know, take care of his responsibility for the life he created. The failure ass bum ass nigga that's you know never accomplished anything and never had a real dollar to his name see she gets no benefit from that she's going to get what twenty dollars forty dollars a month maybe a hundred 
And if he has more than one child, that goes down even further. So no, they're not in the same stratosphere because they don't they don't have the same consequences of their of their equal actions. That I have to disagree with because at one time I was a single father of a of a male. You can't buy your way, you can't pay your way through parenting. Even I think this is what I'm saying is actually going take going off the topic of what you was covering. If I if it is, I apologize. But you can't. Well, yeah, you can't, you, you're you dodging can't. my question. You're dodging. You're dodging my question. You're you're trying to you're trying to re you're trying to to readjust the 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 parameters to fit to fit your point. And you 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 keep you you do you're doing this every time. I'm I'm pretty much putting you in a logical trap that you can't get away from because you can't get away from it. You're going to try and change. It. No, this is this, this, no, that's not, how, no, no, that's not what it is. Well, what I'm actually well, what I'm actually doing, what I'm me. actually doing is I'm taking it to the next level. You're keeping it surface. It's not the next level. It's not the next level. So you're basically saying somehow that a lawyer, a man that is a lawyer who, who has a law degree and is past the bar and he, he is he is a lawyer official lawyer is the same as a bum ass dude that with a with a, a prior fucking prison record never fucking did or accomplished anything in his life and they're equal just because they don't want to be fathers or take care of their children that makes so, them equal so, okay so both of them have have at least a child you're talking about yes okay the only thing are, that they have they, in common is, is being fathers biologically are they living under the same roof with their biological children or child? Obviously not. If you're saying they're not taking care of their children. Okay. So if neither one is, is under, under the same roof with their child and doing the every, the day-to-day stuff as a father, they're both in the same category because you can't buy your way. You can't spin your way through being a parent. Yeah. You can't spend your way into being a parent, but again, all parents aren't created equal when it comes monetarily. Can I ask a question? Jack, we were having a, a flowing conversation. What was your, what is the point that you're trying to make? Ask Mr. Fantastic. He's the one that took it to the thing about the no, just like you told me not, Just like you told me I couldn't jump in for Mr. Fantastic. I'm not going to allow you to do that to me. Uh, I asked Mr. Fantastic a simple question. What was his definition of busted? Okay, I understand that. And what was the point you're trying to make? Ask Mr. Fantastic. No, I'm asking you. You got on the panel to do that. No, I didn't. Hey, I didn't get on the panel to do that. I got on the panel to yeah, ask just, Mr. Fantastic just, what yeah, was just, his definition of busted. But yeah, just I don't want to sidetrack it, bro. It's, it's not that imperative because we're just going in circles right now. Exactly, yeah, and that's we, we the point, Mr. Fantastic. We're See, way, we're we're way off track. My bad. Let's, let's just let's just let's let's just migrate back to the original. No, because topic. My no, bad. because my thing, is, one, 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 my thing is I don't no, sit Jack, up here. I don't Jack, sit up. I, 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 I'm talking, Kevin. I am talking. You've had plenty of time to talk, Jack. I am quiet. talking. I have, yeah, and I'm going to keep talking. You, I've said quietly for 10 minutes. I am talking. And I'm going as to keep I, talking. So you might as, as well back down. I'm not going to stop. You've been going for 10 minutes. I've been quiet. I've been Kevin, you, you, you had, you had a whole quiet. three, 10 I've minutes yourself. I even back down when you asked me to. Now, Jack, you need okay. to play nice with the rest of us. Are you, are you upset because you're not getting all the attention? I'm not upset Kevin? at all, dude. I don't need to be upset. In all fairness, Jack. Okay, anyway, like I was ultimately saying, this is far too often. This is what happens in the black community. Instead of having a free a, a discussion that progresses, we want 
we, this is what I was talking about, Obsidian. There's one foreman, one shop steward. We're going one direction, but every we got too many black dudes that want to be captains, kings, and want to do shit the way they want to do it, and come onto a show when we have a conversation that's progressing nicely, and want to ask Mr. Fantastic something that has absolutely nothing to do with the actual point we were all making. You wanted to have the discussion you wanted to ask, and that's what Mr. Fantastic just trapped you in. There, what he didn't trap me. What he no, he didn't trap. Right. Me. I asked, okay, I asked, a, I asked a very simple question. Bullshit, y'all can. Uh, thank you, uh, Concrete Rose. Thank you, Sister George, Brother Obsidian, Mr. Fantastic. Keep knocking out Jessica. Looking good. Peace out, people. Peace out. Uh, Have a good show there, Kevin. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, I am quite hungry myself. And so, um, do you guys have any final thoughts? Yeah, I did. I, I wanted to jump on and hit my two points before it got too long-winded. So, bear with me. It's going to be three minutes long. First was the porn actor thing. Yeah, I know I'm going back to the porn actors. Um, I think a lot of them should start taking advantage of social media. Uh, unfortunately, mainstream me media has been prejudiced against them. And um, the, the way we see it, porn is has been woven into the fabric of, of America. It is what it is. Hell, when I lived in North Carolina, I had a vanity plate with Jada Fire, Fire name on it. Porn is... Huh? You did? Yeah, it, it passed through. They didn't know who that was. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they didn't know. Which was it? Which is good for me. But yeah, oh, porn, porn, porn okay, is just. Hello, Jack Spade. I don't, I'm not. I'm not trying to interrupt or, or cause a sidebar. I just just a quick question. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking. Fifty five. Okay. What is it? Fifty five year old. Uh, well, I, I think I was fifty three at that time. Fifty three year old guy can't drive around with Jada Fire on his, on his license. Well, no, 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 no. I just, I just think. Um, wait, real quick, you got it. And then after this, I just hop off. Um, Sister George, appreciate you. I think what you guys are teaching us is that you fifty-year-old dudes or the or the people in your age group, you guys just had a different, I guess, respect and aspect for porn. I guess so. I guess that's the enthusiasm, and because you guys, it was more taboo, right? You couldn't just you guys didn't grow up in the age of you can look at porn on your phone. You had to go into you know you had to ask for that motherfucking you know that 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 big black bag for your videotapes, for your VHS tapes and shit. So I, I think that's why you guys have a little bit more, you know, I guess, appreciation or, um, and we see as, as as obsession for the porn stars and the porn shit. So that's why I say it's very important that we had a conversation because now I feel the brother Edward Bailey a little better now, even though I'm still a little, you know, put off, off put about his enthusiasm with the, the brother, but at least, you know what I'm saying, your shit is like a female porn star. But I just I guess it's just a thing from you guys era because of the, you know, mystery and taboo surrounding it. So shout out to Edward Bailey, yeah. man, my man, um, Tiger Paul, Chi, <laughs> Chi Master. Um, uh, what, what was it, Jessica? Sexual, sexual, sexual Kung, Kung Fu. Fu. <laughs> sexual Kung Fu, black belt. Um, uh, hey, all uh, that. No, uh, no disrespect, brother. Hey, you, you got that five finger. No, 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 no. I don't want no smoke. With fantastic. You, you yeah. actually, you're actually correct. That's the reason why I said they with social media and they can bypass the mainstream media, they should bring themselves out, out to the forefront because porn, black, white, a black porn, white porn, whatever you want to call it. Um, it is a part of the, of the fabric of America. It is what it is. So here's an avenue that, that kind of is not censored that they can control on their own, come out to the forefront, uh, you know, keep yourself relevant, make the money and hey do what you got to do is stop stop keeping it in the, in, the, in the back in the back room so that's that part let me get to the second part give everybody else a fair chance concerning marriage uh 
unfortunately, a lot of dudes over leverage themselves uh, in the marriage. And then when it comes time for the divorce, they want to cry about how much they're going to lose. But unfortunately, what happens is a lot of people, they focus on the extremes of the divorce. Very few, very few people talk about the everyday divorces, which is not about a guy losing half of his assets here, 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 and here, and here, and there. The everyday divorces is not that extreme. Next part uh, concerning getting married. A lot, of, a lot of couples that get together, they take on these financial responsibilities and debt as a married couple. But when you when you mention to them something about, hey, won't y'all go ahead and put this on paper, make stuff legal, uh, take advantage of the protections that are afforded to married couples based on the state that you live in, they create 50 million different excuses why they can't go ahead and put it on the dollar line. I know it's a little bit longer than what I wanted to do. I was going to try to get it done in three minutes, but that is my final take. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Research, and fantastic. Thank you for coming up, too. Jessica X, what do you have? Yeah, I'm just going to quickly get in there and say um, thank you for having me, and see you next time. All right. Have a good one. Thank you, okay. Jessica. Bye. City in. Thank you. Good. I enjoyed you guys. Um, thank you guys for joining us for our second show. This is the first time we did two shows in a day. Um, but Concrete and I did say that we probably um, we're going to still keep our schedule for our Sundays and Wednesday shows. But we have uh, decided that sometimes we will go live, you know, kind of like out of nowhere, you know, just to get a stream in here and there in between. So um, if we don't see you guys before Wednesday. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Have a great, great Memorial Day. Can I get one last say before you cut off? This is the sole provider. You still there? Yeah, I said, okay, go ahead. Sole provider. He says, why don't these old heads make their own channel? Here's my plug. Bruh, I got my own channel. It's called The Space Table. Come on and check it out. I got a 25 uploads. Normally, I do one upload a month. That's just the way I do it. So you've got an old head, including Obscene, who has their own channel. Come and check it out. The Spades Table. That's it. Thank you so much, Black Wolf, for that super chat. Thank you to everybody that super chatted us. Thank you for everybody that um, came up on the panel. See you guys Wednesday. We really, really appreciate the support. Y'all be careful. We're out. <laughs>